You're listening to Yusuf L on the baddest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
about a year to start hating the 9-11 victims' families. It took me about a year. Um, and I had such compassion for them, and I really, you know, I wanted to help them. That's about a millionth of what you can get with 2.3 trillion. Some clown named Glenn Beck. Fucking with a Pentagon talking point of how he hates the 9-11 victims' families. But that didn't roll over too well, did it, Glenn? They're well aware they can no longer create a consensus as effectively as they used to. So they parade some other clown on the other side of the spectrum named Geraldo to tacitly give 9-11 truth a six-minute segment semblance of credence as if we didn't have that nine years ago, dummy. The system is designed to make you think anything is funny. Pretty soon you won't be able to buy anything but your monopoly money. Dummy. What can I get with 2.3 trillion? What, 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 what can I get with 2.3 trillion? What, 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 what can I get with 2.3 trillion? What, 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 what can I get with 2.3 to the game with your host Yusuf L exclusively on high frequency radio network the baddest radio network on the planet
Play with your own squishy. Every boy and girl won't have to 
To the game with your host, Yusuf L. Exclusively on High Frequency Radio Network, the baddest radio network on the planet. Peace, peace, peace to the gods, peace to the gods. Morning, everyone. Sorry it took me so long to get in. Let me do a mic check real quick. Make sure I got everything going. <coughs> Start the uh, Make sure I got the uh, chat room open. For everyone, if you're on the internet listening, you know you can sign into the chat room. Phone lines are open four two four two 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 fifty two fifty. I was calling in today because you know, I mean, I mean, I got a topic I want to talk about today. I want to talk about. It. I'm gonna address this. I'm gonna see if I, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can address this very, very thoroughly. You know, you know. And uh. I'm always, it never fails. I'm always getting, I seeing posts and things like that, you know, people saying, you know, that those sovereign citizens don't know what they're talking about. This is not real, anything like that. Okay, let me start off by saying that, first of all, there is a reason why in the Bible, it said they have a verse that say, war unto you lawyers. And that Jesus Christ is constantly referring to them as vipers and liars and so forth. Because they are liars. I'm going to tell you straight up. They're liars. The reason why the case law will say that, because they are liars. We are saying that the whole entire system is a deception. I'm not looking for anybody in the public to substantiate what we're saying. Because the people in the public are working for the new world order. And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is, ain't no word democracy nowhere in the U.S. Constitution. We have a republic. They start calling it a constitutional democracy after 1933. Start talking about it's our democracy. All right, you have a federal government all right, that is deceiving everybody with this word United States. If you call in and want to debate me, I want to debate the meaning of this word United States. I don't want to talk about nothing else. I want y'all to tell these people what the word United States means. Because before we can talk about case law, before we talk about the Constitution, there's a couple of little things we got to get locked down. We need to know the meaning of the word United States. And we have to find out whether these court systems are operating under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3 of the Constitution, or whether they're operating under Article 3 whether they are constitutional courts or they are legislative courts, and what the jurisdiction of each of those are. And then we got to get clear on this thing, public and private. Then we can have discussions about case law and all the shit you want to talk about. 
But we got to make sure we got agreement on what all those things mean. See, that's how they be tricking all of y'all. All right? They try to pull you into a discussion about case law. Okay, let's qualify where this case law is coming from. This body of law, these decisions these judges are making. Okay, what jurisdiction are they coming out of? They will tell you that admiralty is about the water. It's not. Anybody who says that is totally ignorant. I wouldn't, if I was an attorney, I wouldn't even make a statement like that. It's so easy to disprove. Case law with, with all kind of things. History, historical books, case law and everything. These things you got to lock down first before you get into a discussion with someone about the legitimacy of what you're doing. Because you're dealing with snakes and vipers, just like Jesus Christ say, liars. And everything is heavily dependent upon you not being able to articulate your position very well due to the lack of knowledge. You haven't locked down certain principles. Like, I'm reading today, UCC 1-308 don't have nothing to do with no criminal matter. I, to, to counter that argument, you have to go through all the things I was just talking about. I say, okay, well, why every time I'm looking in your indictments, it says, you know, this affected interstate commerce. Why all these references alluding to the interstate commerce clause in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3? What kind of, why every time I come into the courtroom, y'all want to answer the question? If I ask you just straight up, if this is Article 1, Article 3 court, you'll, you'll try to give me a contempt charge. Just asking you the question. Why do we have something like the Ashwander rules? I, that, the, that they won't entertain a constitutionality of a statute until you've exhausted all your administrative remedies, so uh, for, first and foremost. Why do we have all these things? Why you just can't tell me? But you want me to answer some questions. But I can't get no Then they'll say, well, it is an Article Three court. You're a damn lie. These ain't no Article Three courts. Article Three courts are constitutional courts. Constitutional questions aren't being addressed in these. They're enforcing statutes. Statutes are promulgated by the legislature. The legislature is Article One. And we, have, we already know we have Article One judges. And these Article One judges are clothed with lifetime tenure, and some of them have uh, protection of salary diminution as well, even though they're not Article Three judges, they're Article One. That is conferred upon them through statutes of Congress, not from the Constitution. The Constitution itself confers that on an Article Three judge. Anytime you have the uh, Congress promulgating a statute, now we're dealing with something coming from Article One, like the Judiciary Act. I'm opening up the phone lines today. Area code 214-6876. You're on the line. 214 area code. Hit, hit your mute button. Yeah, I hear you now. Peace. Sorry about that. I, I didn't realize the mute was on. Uh, being just yourself, it, it's been a minute since I've been trying to uh, reach out to you. I've um, been following you for a few years on uh, Facebook primarily. Um, right. And I didn't even know about the, the, the group, just, you know, regular profile. And once I got connected there, um, you know, it, it's just been a roller coaster. Great experience. Um, you know, I'm still... 
following through what a lot of people say, you know, wise, which is, you know, take it slow, do the education aspect of it first. Um, though I have, you know, gone through um, updating my passport and I'm uh, waiting to hear back as far as the the report, get the right. information to see if it was actually updated. Um, so, so I kind of figured I was going to hold off with a lot of my other stuff, authenticating so forth and so on. And a lot of that is just because my, my primary focus is the world that I was born in. I, I'd rather just be a creature as, you know, base that may sound. Um, I don't want to play Monopoly. I don't want to fill out any papers, any of that. But uh, what I've learned as I was born in Christianity and am no longer a Christian simply because when you couldn't answer questions, you know, I went and sought for myself. And then when I didn't find the questions outside of myself and started finding them within myself, um, I realized a, a whole new world. And so, you know, that, that, that long road that um, I've been on as far as Christianity goes, the, the depth that I went into the studies, you know, like half the studies prove to me that it's not, you know, something that is fully accurate, not that it doesn't have value. I won't take away from any book, um, any, you know, uh, collection of knowledge having some value to it, but, you know, it comes with discernment. <laughs> so I, I feel the same way about this information. It's not that I don't need to know it or I don't care about it. And in fact, it's the opposite, being able to know it and, and um, speak it, you know, like, like being able to know this is look it up. You know, it, I don't know. I, I really want to be in that place where I don't have to do all this preemptive stuff to something that might not even exist. Cause to me, that's kind of a fear thing. Um, but then it does exist if, you know, the lights come on behind you and, you know, you don't have certain things, you know, together, especially in my opinion, in your mind. Um, but I didn't, I didn't have any, you know, specific questions. I do have, you know, some things that I'm working on that, you know, I figured I'd have an opportunity to uh, reach out to you, you know, in the future once I have some of those things more, um, you know, lined out. You know, have more right. the specific questions rather than just general fluff. Um, you know, do the do the work for me type thing. But but actual, you can see through my question that, you know, it, it's something that I'm missing. You know, whether it's, it's not the fact that I might not have read it, but bruh, I might not be as intelligent as you. You know, I I read something somebody wrote and not get the point. You know, you might have to give me a metaphor or, or an example or something somewhere just for me to catch up. Um, I don't know. I I just feel like you know there's a couple of things that I've seen today that I'm I'm like wow. It, I feel like even that's a distraction from what it is that I see go on every single day. Um, with with let me with, tell you something. Uh, you got to be you gotta, radio, you gotta, you gotta understand. Bro. Let me tell you something. Go ahead, man. I'm listening. I've been locked up. Okay, I'm I I I don't have no doubt in my mind about any of the things that I say. At first, I okay. did. At first I did when I first started, I was questioning things like a lot of you did. I don't have no question right now that they got, um, that they are liars and they keep secrets. I don't have no questions that they change things in the Bible. I don't have no questions that there are secret societies. I don't have no questions about that they got an agenda for a new world order. I ain't got no questions about they're going to put fem people in FEMA camps. I ain't got, and that's one of the reasons why y'all really should be doing this too. You need to get out of their jurisdiction because 
that U.S. citizen shit is going to get you thrown in a FEMA camp or some shit like that as well. These people is fucking demons. And when you're dealing with a damn demon, you're dealing with somebody who's very deceptive. That's their main qualification is that they liars. Right? And they will try to defame the people who come and try to give you the truth. Just read the story in the Bible of Jesus, what he was doing. He's going through the same shit that you see people going through on YouTube and everything. Come and try to tell people the truth. Here these motherfuckers come out of nowhere and everything. Who are you? You're Jesus Christ. You know, why you think you, you know, just look at, just look at the, the questions and everything in the book of Matthew. It's a, this a, it is a DNA with these people. Like right now, I'm going to give you something. I got some motherfuckers on my uh, goddamn Facebook, uh, Facebook group page. This dude, Jeff Coward and everything. All right. You talk up coward. I know sometimes I be questioning y'all a lot, but if you ain't prepared to argue your case, why are you here to debate? Now, I didn't create my form for debate. I created it as a research form. I gave you goddamn rules. I don't give a fuck you want to debate. Carry that shit over to the mother secure party uh, thing. That's why I started my own. All right? I don't want no agents in there, no shit like that, because you motherfuckers lie, and you can't really properly answer a question on a goddamn post. Because of sometimes of all the in-depth study of it that you need to do. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, if, you go, if we go to a Supreme Court digest, analysis, interpretation, okay, in there in the footnote under Article 1, you get a question from a letter from George Washington where the chief justices of the original Supreme Court were questioning Congress on about this Judiciary Act. Okay, you creating two, uh, two Supreme Courts. Now, if I tell these motherfuckers this, they will say, what do you mean there's two Supreme Courts? Okay, I say, well, there's the United States Supreme Court, and there's the Supreme Court of the United States of America. No, it ain't. It's our one Supreme Court. Now, I got to go through a whole lot of stuff to show that. Now, you'll see right here, this judge is already questioning right there at the, at the onset. Now, it should be common sense that an act of Congress don't have no effect on Article 3 because you have something called separation of powers. But they'll try to speak to you as if it do because either they don't know in their ignorance, they don't know the seven principles of the Constitution, so they'll read Article 3, uh, Section 2 and misconstrue it and try to connect it with Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9, as if Congress has some authority over Article 3 judges, as, well, as, as if they have the authority to create, constitute Article 3 courts. They don't. They don't. That authority is not delegated to them. That authority is delegated to the Supreme Court justices. And they all have checks and balances on each other, like what Trump is doing right now. Okay, he's not getting his wall from the legislature, so he's pulling out his uh, military. I pull pull them all out. Until y'all give me this goddamn money uh, for this wall, we're not going to be over here, motherfucker, collecting these drugs to you motherfuckers. Y'all can line y'all pockets with money. This is how it works. Checks and balances. Right. right. Principles exactly. of the Constitution. They don't discuss none of that. So if they start talking about no, separation they of powers, they'd be, they, they'd be like, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, motherfucker, I, know, I understand the principle. I've been knowing separation of powers from goddamn Schoolhouse Rock, goddamn Three Ring Circus. You're not talking to any. These kids today is ignorant about all oh. of this. I, oh, I, I see what you're saying about the break now. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, like for, for, stuff. N- now I do. So, so, so this is Parker, by the way. I, I, I don't know, if you, but this is Parker, by the way. 
He's saying, okay. for the record, I agree with Jeff. He is speaking with the post specifically to at least two posts yesterday by others who have documents or assertions without any references to origin or use. All right? And when he asked, he was told to go read. Yeah, go read. Because everything you want to know is in the document. So they want to know the origin well, and, and, of the document. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? I, I understand. And again, this is Parker. I'm Parker. This is you're reading my statement. Oh, okay. So so just so I can clarify, clarify. Uh, okay, you want to know the origin? Right. Of the no, document. and I'm talking specifically of what I witnessed yesterday. So so if I could clarify right, that, just speak. Okay. Right, so okay, someone put up here? a. What what I witnessed was someone put up a document, and Jeff was asking specific about one point in there because it didn't have any reference to any. Um, What's the name uh, of the document? You know, what's the name of the document? Uh, that's that's a good question. I should have had that ready before I even got on here. Hold on, I'm gonna have to go through the through the through the page. Um, I know what was it? It was one of those traffic. You know what you would hand a, a police officer when it stopped. It was, it was one of those things because there was a number of them going through yesterday, and this one it had references to to law, case law, or something you know, defining why the question was being asked. And I think there was even a statement at the top saying that every question would have that. But this one didn't. And it was just a simple question. And this might not be what Jeff wrote this post about, but it's what I was thinking about when I read his post okay, about, you, you know, trap, people you putting information ticket. out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you saying you get no, a traffic, traffic ticket. You're getting pulled over, and okay. this document is something that you would give to the officer before, you know, even him trying to get the like ID. Like a public Because you're getting him the a now, questionnaire, now, now, yeah. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to agree with you on some of that. Some people be posting shit, and they'll put, like, a, a copy of a book and don't show you what the book is or anything like right. that. And if, if right. Right, right. If, if y'all notice, a lot of times I will erase that shit. Okay, I'll pull. If if they're a pretty cool dude, I'll give them a warning. I say, look, don't post nothing without any references. I I put that up right there in. I put that up right there in the header of the damn uh uh group. You come in here. Let me read it for you. I read because people don't see not understand. Please, yes, I or don't want to read. When you have a right. group like this, inevitably there are going to be trolls and just negative people who are going to invade your group. What you have to be careful of are agents who attempt to invade you into making statements that can be used against you. This group is different from other groups because the administrator has a lot of experience in dealing with federal agents and the different techniques that are used as well as that of their snitches and lackeys that do their grunt work for them. When someone starts crying to you, tell them uh, crying to you, to tell them something, you should be careful. And that's what you do have to be careful. Because they come in there and say, you know, you know, if this 1099 stuff, OID stuff works, does it work for anybody? Why the fuck would you answer that? Why would I fucking put my name yeah, on the goddamn list for the federal <laughs> government? You know what I'm saying? Why am I going to answer that question? I got to watch out for people in my group because they ain't smart enough. So as soon as he asks the question, I erase it and block his ass without no warning whatsoever. Alright, because the question they seem like an innocent question. It seems like an but innocent question. But all this question. monitored. It's Whether monitored. Whether an intentional agent everything. or not, everything right. is monitored. You know, you come in with tax questions. I just erase, I just kick their ass to the curb any tax question they post and shit. Or right, they say, how many people has this 
die, bye, bye, or, you know, you did this and everything. Like, okay, let me just say something. If somebody did get an OID back, you ain't going to know. You're not going to know. Listen, any private process you do, you don't get a thank you letter. Don't nobody send something and say, you know what, thank you for filling out this OID correctly the right way. Here's your check for half a million dollars. Don't tell nobody, you know, what we're talking about. It should be common goddamn sense. But if they put something out out like that, you see what just happened with this damn TDA account. You see, you put some information out and people get an inkling of something that worked. It's going to be spread over the Internet in 72 hours and over 40 million people are going to have it. So, no, you're not going to find no evidence in the public record that anything works, motherfucker. Only the people who have actually been in court when they close them goddamn doors and ain't nobody watching, do we know what we're talking about? Why do you think they take you into court ain't nobody around to see what's going on? That's what we're talking about. Right. All that shit you see on YouTube and every you might see every now and then somebody work, it worked for somebody or something like that. They ain't trying to let this stuff work for nobody. So you got to spend hours. You got to start with the Constitution. Where these public officials get their delegation of authority from? They can't stand the goddamn Constitution. They don't want to. They don't like to admit that they have limited powers because under this damn democracy, under Article One, Section Eight, Clause Seventeen, they ain't got no limitation on their powers. They got what's called a plenary power. They they prefer to act under that because under that you subject to them, but in the republic they subject to you. So what would you do? That's what's going on. Okay, people in the people who are U.S. citizens, you under their authority. You you're taking benefits and privileges from the U.S. government, which makes you liable for the corresponding liability, subject to all these statutes, codes, rules, and regulations. A free person, the only you. thing that they need from the government is protection of their borders, the life and liberty of their property. That's it. People be asking me questions. Oh, can I still get motherfucking social security? Fuck no, you can't. What the hell you need that for? What's wrong with you? (laughs) You you just trying to put chains back on. You know what I'm saying? You can't use none of it. That's the thing. If you're using anything that belongs to them, they have authority over it. You need to take your name off every damn thing that you got. Stop giving these people your goddamn social security number every chance you get. Start exercising your rights of privacy. And stop using the word sovereign. Because that's why they won't call you a sovereign citizen. You know, they like that word. They they don't like that word either. That, that's why they insult you. Right. Because it means so overrun. Like, I'm so overrun. Ain't no such word as sovereign citizen. Nowhere in the annals of any of this case law history or nothing like that. It's the word sovereign. Where the fuck did you get this word sovereign? Wow. They say, what they do, they insult you. Yeah. You're sovereign, but you're still under us, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's thing. all it's all that 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 religious stuff anyway. Like, think. See, I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, not etymologist, but but I, I think phonetically. So when I see the word sit in sin, that's what I see. So so they're literally saying that you're sitting in the place where they can tell you to continuously go to hell. Like, I, I don't have to listen. I can presume and assume everything because you're sitting in sin. 
Like, I refuse to be a citizen of any nation. And that is, exa- and that is exactly correct. You're looked at as a heathen. Yeah, You're looked exactly. at as a heathen. I, and I, okay, yeah. and, I'm, and as, why do you think I spend so much time talking about the spiritual aspect of this? Because heathens ain't got no, you know, it's like people think that they can, they think that they are entitled to, to, to break God's laws and then have a cake and eat it too. As if there's no cause and effect. Okay, if you're not going to follow God, God's laws, you're going to suffer. There's a cause and effect for everything. Uh, you got to bring your conduct in alignment first. Okay? You know what I'm saying? It's like, and, and we, don't have to, we don't have to use the word God. I'm not saying the Bible per se. Even though in this country, that's what they profess to follow is the Bible. All right? But that's why I try to get with natural laws principles. I, because that encompasses all of the religion. Uh, it's universal. These called universal principles, spiritual principles that have application in every religion on the planet Earth. Okay, that's where I come from first. Then we can go into each of the theologies and see whether or not they are in harmony with those particular principles. Because if they're not in harmony with those uh, particular principles, you have what is called a false religion. Wow, I, I, you know that. That's some in-depth uh, uh, characterization of, of breaking that down. Like, I never looked at it that way. But, yeah, that, that's how you would identify. Go that's ahead, I'm how sorry. you would Go identify ahead. because when you, if you do any comparative religious study, you're going to see all the, all the religions got a lot of similarities, and they do have differences. Right. But it's, if people right. concentrate on the differences, no, what you concentrate on is the similarities because that's your vein of truth that's run, running all through them. You look at the similarities in them, the things that are being said, the principles that are being espoused, what each of the patriarchs of each of the religions are talking about. They're all saying the same thing, just in different ways. Once you are able to perceive that and everything, now you can get on the what's called the Serato Mustaquin, or the road of the straight and narrow, where you get to this truth and everything. But people there are so biased in their own religion. Okay, it's been branded in their mind as if with a branding iron. They refuse to be objective, to look at other people's uh, uh, religious beliefs and see if there's any truth in it. Uh, they just narrow-mindedly go out and say, well, if you don't accept Jesus Christ, I don't have anything to do with you. But they won't quote Jesus Christ not one damn time. And most of them don't even know. I had somebody tell me Jesus didn't really say anything important. It's Paul who did all the important things. This is what they will say. They said, Jesus didn't do anything all that important. He didn't really say nothing important. It was Paul yeah, who came Paul, and, you Paul know, really be. gave us the doctrine and everything. Gave us the truth. He, he, he knew it. Oh, my YouTube fam. Like, what are you talking about, man? You read the Gospels, Jesus dropping all kind of knowledge. What are you talking Paul ain't even really nowhere close to Jesus. Ain't close. Mm-hmm. Ain't close. Paul ain't was just content. about compromise. He, you know he was just like, how do I figure out how to how to keep you from doing something to me today? And that's how I read it, to be honest. Well, Paul was how also, how, how, do I, how do I live in this area? That, that's it. Now, I look at it Go as ahead. deception. I, I look at it as deception. I look at it as blatant deception. Because here you well, are. Yeah, no, no, that, that's what not, I mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah they Correct. got public Manipulation. Okay. You call yourself Christian, but you don't do nothing Jesus say and don't believe in what he said. But you call yourself a and Christian. And nothing that he did. Nothing that you he know, did. And I'm talking right, about just right. how he, he lived his life simply. It's, it's you know, they, I, they, I mean. They walk in contradictions. 
So it's the thing. They don't study the gospels yeah. at all. You go into a church. Don't believe me. Go into any church and see how much time, much time they say in the gospel. See, don't they, they don't spend majority of their time in Romans, First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, Thessalonians, Galatians, Acts, Hebrews. Yeah. They don't spend most of their time in those books because those are the books for the Gentiles. Because that's what he was. That's he all was the, the telephone game. So that's what right. they. So that's it's what it's they a telephone game. They calling themselves Gentiles because they don't know who they are. So they're a Gentile, they're a Gentile nation. They don't understand who they are or anything. They just believe they accepting whatever label that these people are putting on. They didn't put the label Gentile on them. They didn't, well, that's, that's, that's what we are, Gentiles. Why were y'all Gentiles? To be people told us he was Gentile. White man came exactly. over to Africa and saved all of us. So we were living in sin in the jungle over there. We didn't have no culture or nothing of our own. That meant for the white man come over and put us in slavery, I don't know where we would be. That's because we only depend on his story to educate us. And then once we even become somewhat aware that we've been a little bit indoctrinated, instead of erasing all of it and starting over, seeking out, okay, well, what am I going to hold true? We still hold on to little bitty things that keep us locked into the system, drawn back into the system. At least that's how I feel sometimes. And I'm speaking of me, not anyone else. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm saying I'm getting out. I'm walking out. And then all of a sudden, whether it's – and in some ways, I feel this way about the national passport, the fact that I went through the process. I did the process because I felt like I needed to. But after I did it, I'm still in this place where I'm like, whether I got that done or not, I need to know how to effectively, without even getting too physical, to to defend and, you know, overcome spiritually and mentally first. first That has nothing to do with a piece of paper or anyone else's document or their belief. It has to do with who I am and what I know about me. It got to be, it got got to all come from you. And this this is what I'm trying to say. When I first did a, a show. I did a show, my first set of shows I did on High Frequency Radio about six years ago. I came out with an analogy. You asked me for an analogy. And I said, I said, this is like the devil. Okay, you hear people say the biggest trick the devil ever played is he don't exist. You got people thinking he don't mm-hmm. exist. So all your life you've been, hearing about, you've been hearing about a devil. You've been hearing about this devil. All right, let's, let's, all right, and so... You don't know if it exists or not. Only thing you've been reading about a devil is in the damn book every day. Hey, well, one day you in your room and the devil walk in. And let's and I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna say, let's say he had he was red, had well half goat, had horns on his head with a pitchfork, like they put on the mm-hmm, eyes. Like like All they right? like they characterize him. Okay. I'm with like you. they characterize him. Okay, so he looked like this, he walk in. He's smiling. He's he like, hey, 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 Joe, what's happening, man? He sit down next to you and start talking to you, you know. And you just sitting there looking at him. You can't believe it. He's sitting there saying, you know, I've been watching you for a long time, you know. Been watching you ever since you was a little boy and everything, you know. Remember when you stole that candy out of 7-Eleven up there? That time and everything, you ain't there. I seen that shit. It's going to get you down there with a trip to me if you keep on going on the way that you're going now. I'm telling you right now, I can't wait to see you, you know. And also, you know, that time you cheated on your girl with old so-and-so, he start, he start breaking down everything about your life to you to let you know that he's been watching you and everything you've been doing. So you ain't got no doubt right. in your mind that this is the devil, okay? All right, so now he get up and leave. So now, 
You didn't. You sit in your room, and you're like, damn, I cannot believe I just talked to the devil. So now you go outside into the public telling motherfuckers that you met the devil. You <laughs> might start with your friends first. Your friends, because they know you, is going to give you a little, a little, uh, uh, you know, they're going to they, they give you the benefit of a doubt. Especially if they're real close friends. I'm saying, man, look, see, man, I'm not bullshitting, man. Don't think I'm crazy. Y'all know me, nigga. Y'all been knowing me all these years, man. I'm telling you the truth. I, I'm, I'm going to have trouble enough convincing them. Because then right. when they get off the phone, they might even speak to each other. Man, you think Joe, man, been doing some cocaine or something, man? I don't want. We might need to check on Joe. Man. We need to have, have an intervention. We might my, need to have an intervention. My friends, even my close friends, might think I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? My mama, if right. I go to my mom and everything, but she might, she know me better. She might give me a little bit more of a benefit. Okay, whatever you say, baby. If you say that's what happened, that's what happened. I believe my son. That's what happened. All right, but I'm gonna have a damn trouble. You know why? Because wasn't nobody there in the room but me and the devil. Now, right. let's say that the devil went on that day and visited 15 other people. Those people okay. are going to get uh-huh. in contact with me and say, man, you ain't lying. He came and saw me too. So now you see a group of people that have seen the devil and you give them a label called Sovereign Citizen. You motherfuckers over here uh-huh. crazy. You know what I'm saying? They crazy. So you spend all your time trying to convince people. Hey, so we'll prove the devil was there. Prove it. I, I, I can't prove it, motherfucker. I can't prove the devil was there and everything. What are you talking about? What you want me to do, grab his pitchfork or some shit? Like, he had some of his other demons there with him. They restrained me. I couldn't do anything, you know, or whatever and everything. Oh, whatever, this ain't crazy. These motherfuckers crazy. They believe in mythological demons and everything. Now, the person who's telling you that you're crazy and you believe in mythological demons is a demon. It's one of motherfuckers, the Lucifer's little henchmen and shit. He out in the public trying to make sure that my message don't get heard. Satan sent him out there saying, you know, he out there trying to tell we really exist. And you know everybody already don't believe we exist. I right, go out there and make his ass look crazy real quick. <laughs> I just out there make him look crazy. Don't fuck with him. If you go on all of the YouTube channels, on the internet. I like, I'd be on, on YouTube channels on my extraterrestrials, time travel, uh, anything, uh, free energy devices. You're going to see mm-hmm. the same kind of trolls making fun of you. Making fun of you. Yeah. Trying to d- demean you and everything like that. As if you try, and then, it's, then here comes this person trying to say, I'm not lying. I'm reading his comment. He said, what are you talking about, man? I'm not trying to do anything. Oh, man, you know, I should have, man, you waste my time after watching this video and everything, you crazy ass nigga, I don't believe that shit. But they don't offer you anything in, in, anything in contradistinction to it. Every now and then you might have somebody who's knowledgeable who might, who may have a valid point and oppose something. But for the most part, the overwhelming majority of the people are just going to be disparaging, have disparaging remarks, trying to make you look crazy and things like that. All right? right. But, but you finish, so now you got to go on a mission and think, how am I going to prove this to these people? Where can I start? Well, the only place I can really start is in this Bible and in this Quran. Now, because I right. met this at? devil. Where they at? <laughs> where they at? I didn't met this devil now. Now, let me look for some help or some guiding because, hell, these motherfuckers were talking about them too. 
and they done seen them. Your life been changed mm-hmm. forever. You ain't never going to be the same person ever again. Right. You ain't going to never be the same Can't person. <laughs> well, that's what happens in the court. What happens in the court, when you first hear about all of this, okay, you got people telling you, you're crazy and everything, all that. And you be like, damn, I wonder if this is real, any of this that we're talking about. But then you go into the court. And next thing you know, they lock the doors. And now, let me tell you something. I done had some incidences. And, and let me tell you, let me say this too. The state courts are demons. The federal court is Lucifer and himself and his princes. All right. There's a big difference from going into a state court and going into a federal court. All right. When you're in a state court, you're dealing with little demons. You go into a federal court, you're dealing with big demons, princes, Bowser You know what I'm saying? All of them, you know, mm-hmm. all, you know all, all, all these yeah. people right here, you know, right, they in there in, in, on that level. Okay? So now you in here behind the closed doors. They didn't close the doors. Ain't nobody in there. All right? And now they take off their mask. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, you you know, but who you going to believe you? What you saying? All right? Who going to believe what you saying? Especially now, if you walk in off the street with the little phone camera, you ain't gonna get much from that. But if they got your ass locked up and bringing you to court inside the jail where they got total control over your movement, they got total control over what type of information you got access. You dealing with a whole nother, a whole nother monster, whole nother monster. Yeah. All right, so you coming into the courtroom and they took off their mask and now here it is. Now the only thing that uh, you see. Because there's this impression that they can do anything they want to you. That at first blush, that's what they have you believe. That you are powerless. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you can do. We have you totally within our grasp, and your ass is out of gas, motherfucker. All right? If you give in to fear, all right, fear is, because that's, that's why you got to keep reading the Bible. Because all through the Bible, you are warned about fear. Even mm-hmm. in the book of Revelations, it's all about the fearful are going to be thrown into the lake of fire. You counted amongst the ones who are thrown in the lake of fire. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life, what it says in the book of Revelation. You constantly warned about this fear, being afraid. But it's hard to battle. The only thing that can free you from fear is knowledge. All right, so right now you're right. afraid these people are talking. So you can only use, there's one good verse that Paul did say. There's one good verse in the Bible that Paul did say, and it is in 1 Corinthians. I think it's 6, 9, 6, 9 through 11, where it says, wait a minute, is that it? No, no, it's, uh, well, it's talking about put on the armor of God. You know what I'm talking about? Is that 1 Corinthians yes, chapter 6? All right, we're talking about now, let me tell you something. You got to really look at that, that, that verse right there when you're talking about put on the armor of God, because that's what you got to do. Put on the armor of God. Now, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up, because I don't want y'all to think I'm just talking about some religious. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Ephesians. I'm sorry. Ephesians. I said Corinthians. This is in Ephesians. That's right. Okay. I, Ephesians, Ephesians 16, chapter. Uh, yeah, it's Ephesians. Uh, what is it? Uh, six. Yeah, six. Chapter six. Ephesians chapter ten through eighteen. Yes. All right, Ephesians oh, chapter six. It. And you feel you if you found it. 
Yeah, I got it. You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead and read. Just that part? All right. Ephesians chapter 6. Start with, where we, start with where we um we don't wrestle with uh, flesh and blood. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Uh, okay, I got to go Is back that it? Here. Mm-hmm. That's it. Ephesians 6. It's a 12. 6, 12. 6, 12. 612? Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah, before. Okay. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take upon you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which the word, uh, which is the word of God. Okay, Praying now before I answer with, that, okay, yes. uh, before I answer that, I'm going to take you over to Matthew 15, 8, where it says, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Okay, mm-hmm. now, I'm going I'm to jump back over there to Ephesians, and let's look at what he said. He said, you have to have your loins girt about with the truth and have it on the breastplate right. of righteousness. You have to be all mm-hmm. right or you're not right at all. You got to have righteousness, all right? For you to be able to stand, you have to be righteous. You can't be out there engaging and all type of uh, behavior or activities that you know that are sinful. All the word sin means is to go against the law. That's what the word sin means, to go against the law. Right. So you're right. here breaking the law. the law. Right? You're breaking laws and everything, but in some shape, form, or fashion, you're expecting some sort of assistance right, in your time of need. Right, so it says, and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Right, you ain't done, that's what acceptance for value is. It's called confession and avoidance. I'm trying to go to peace with my brother. I'm not trying to go to war. All right, when you go in there and challenge, challenge is war. Right. And your feet, okay, above all, take it the shield of faith. Okay, what is faith? You ain't say above all, you have to be faithful. Right, you got to get as much knowledge as you can and be standing in faith when you go in here. Ain't no guarantees on none of this. A lot of y'all are spending them, your entire life falling behind gurus looking for guarantees. Ain't no damn guarantees. This thing is based off of yeah, irre- right. uh, ir- uh, individual performance. Come on. That, yeah. Now, you can go and say the exact same thing I say and get, um, get, get, you get. Care. Remedy, and I don't, because not just what was said, but how it was said, who was hearing what was said, and you know who had the bigger fight that day. Because I mean, the dude in the road, he won't have a bigger fight that day. Then you might spend three years trying to get remedy for what you should have got remedy that day for. You might, you might I mean, go you, into you, the you fighting a the power. There's a principle might, <laughs> sitting there that's fighting you. You might go into the court and the judge be in a good mood and he say, look, you know, this man, he did his study. I'm going to give him what he right. wants. And he might go in right, that yeah. day and his wife didn't give him no sex that morning the night before he left that. I, 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 Same I, judge. I'm, like, Fuck this. I'm locking up everybody. 
right? You don't know right. what's going on. <laughs> you know, you don't know what's going on. You, your, your crime might be more serious. You may not speak as eloquently that it's convincing that you uh, that because uh, uh, some people go in court they can't speak very well. But they know they stuff. They know they, they but stuff. But they don't they know how to. Let me tell can't, you, the can't banker, communicate it clearly. The banker who was in jail with me was a beast. He was scared to death in court though. He could not speak in court. He could not speak mm. in court. And what separated him from me was the fact that I had been locked up. I had dealt with the feds before, so I didn't have that level of fear that he had and everything. You know, I already know what to expect. But he had, this is his first time being locked up. They got him in holding. He know all of this stuff, but he ain't never been in court before. Just like with Brandon Adams. Brandon Adams, the creditors in commerce. Right, they going off on him because he finally got arrested. Now he, he, he did a plea deal. And that's not reflective on Brandon, because when you go in there your first time and everything, if you don't understand a lot of things when you deal with this the first time and you got something to lose, like he got, mm-hmm. got something, if he got a wife, children, um, you got things like that, you're Definitely. not willing to, you're probably not willing to go all the way down, you know, into the, into the mud with him and wrestle this thing out. Like, man, right. I can't do this, man. I got kids, man. It's depending on me. And they know that. They know that. You got a wife that ain't finna wait for you no goddamn two years while you in jail. All these things is in your mind and things like this, all right? So this is what we say when you deal with this kind of stuff. This ain't no easy thing. Are these people be coming to these forums? We ain't sitting here trying to guarantee we're in a goddamn war. Yes, and I'm not backing down off nothing, I'm saying, because y'all goddamn lies. Come on with it. I know this for a fact. And I'm intelligent enough. Yes, I'll take you to a public debate on it. Come on. So uh, back to that real quick. I, I just got this one thing to say, and then I want to uh, open the line back up, you know, let, let some others get on. Um, but but when it comes to debate, it, I, I mentioned it earlier because I finally heard what you were saying. You were specifically speaking about debating one another's and contention and so forth. What um, is, what is, and, I'm going to tell you what I was specifically speaking about. You have these people coming to these forums, like they like to come in, this is bullshit what you're talking about and everything. Uh, the, the government is the only one that's sovereign. Uh, you know, we right, deposited right. as the people. Uh, you know, and then you got this damn judge telling you that the only way that you can transfer sovereignty to the government is the people have to be sovereign first. Makes sense. Right. How can you, there's a principle in the universe, you can't give something somebody you don't have. Right. The people in the Ted Roosevelt got a quote. He called the people sovereign. It's all type. I wouldn't found case law that say the people are sovereign. You see it every damn where. But they're still coming your mm-hmm. face out. Y'all, y'all not sovereign. All right, the state is what's sovereign. The, the government is sovereign. They have what's called a qualified sovereignty, meaning they're sovereign within that sphere of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, meaning that 10 miles square, right. they're insular possessions and the territories. That's where they have sovereign authority. And that's how they fooled everybody because they labeled that sovereign authority United States. And put everyone under it. Or attempted to. Attempted to. They didn't even have to attempt. Everybody U.S. citizens. U.S. citizen Mm -hmm. is a congressionally created citizenship. Are you telling that our public servants can create a citizenship for us? I'm saying no. (laughs) And rationale behind that shit? Yeah. 
And it's crazy to me because you could present it to them and they they continue on like you didn't even give the the hold up let's let's start let's start at dot zero let's not go to dot twenty seven and say we're about to you know draw some something now let's let's start at zero and let's let's connect the dots okay this is what this shit means like it's what it means what, where you have a, a, a human being being called sovereign and it's showing how that sovereignty is transferred to the group. For it then to be transferred to a select exactly. group for what they're supposed to be doing with that said authority that was given by the sovereign who is the individual. Exactly. Like, it don't matter how you break it down, people still have that. But the government, man, if, if, if you're not listening God. to me, then you are not my government. If you're not listening to me, who is the power? I'm the one. If if you disregard me every time I open my mouth, fuck you. You are not part of anything I got going on. Like, like, I don't care what you too. say to me, what you think about it, how it's going. No, this is my word, this is my will, this is my decree, and I will live for this. And let me say something else. Okay, this 14th Amendment, it was created. It's a congressionally created citizenship. Okay, for right. allegedly for the slaves, all right, in response mm-hmm. to the Dred Scott case, all right. So mm. you got this citizenship that was created. Now they got everybody U.S. And, and I understand where the Moors come from when they say stop calling yourself black and all of that. You have to have a nationality. This is this is kind of underlies their contention of what they're saying, all right. Because for you to be in this republic, you can't be this 14th Amendment citizen that was kind of created for slaves. Right. I understand what they say. I understand exactly what they say. You know what I'm saying? But when you get a little deeper in the understanding of this, what you're going to find out is, yeah, they got a constitution. Okay, private person, ain't none of y'all really party to it. The private person is not a party to the United States Constitution. No, none of that right. shit in that document apply to us. None That's of a public it. document. Okay. It's a public law. The Constitution is on the public side of the ledger. It's not on the private. On the private side, it's contract. Right. And if you want to be a yeah. party to the Constitution, you got a contract with them. So then they say, well, you're a stateless individual. I'm not stateless. I was born here. I got proof I was born on this land. This is my state of being. See, I be. I don't exactly. understand what you're you know talking what about. I have no state. You, know, <laughs> you, got, a right, you got a right to be free. And yeah. that freedom, that right wasn't given to you from no other man. So now we got to say, well, what don't protect me? That's why you got to get in. That's why you got to get spiritual. Faith. Right? That's how, that's wasn't, that, wasn't that that thing you're supposed to put on the most? Uh, above all. Above all. That's right. That's right. You better find that's faith. You got to get spiritual in everything. You know, that's why you can't put mm-hmm. your faith in man. Nope. These people ain't honored. Not one damn treaty they had ever drawn up. And I'm supposed to trust them. Believe anything they say? <laughs> That's all right. I'm good. I'm good. Right. So these are, the th- these are the things, you know, you have to understand and everything. You know, I got thousands of hours reading law books. I don't just read other guru stuff. I'm in the law library. I read law books. I didn't progress past reading other guru stuff. Because I know some of them don't know yeah. what the fuck they're talking about. Some of them don't. 
know what they're talking about. You know what's interesting? I I I haven't read a lot of law books, but I read parts and you know some based on what you just said. Because I I received stuff from people, but then when I couldn't find clarity in what they got, you know, I'm like, well, let me go to the source. You said you got it from over here. Looks like I'm gonna have to go pour through these pages. <laughs> And figure out what that what that all means. And a lot of times it works, you know, where I get that that understanding I need. But sometimes I just end up being like, all right, well, this is too much for me. I might come back to this some years from now. And but people, you know, at the end of the people, day, there's no there's no shortcut. You you have to no dig into your own understanding. Like if you know I'm at a roadblock, you either stand at the roadblock, you knock the roadblock down, or you turn around and go some other way. You know, like I, that's that's just how I see it. And that's why I that's so. why I changed up and I said, look, you come in here like somebody come into to my form and say, I need somebody to show me how to discharge debt. I'll be like, I'll, my finger be on the uh, on the button to kick their ass out because Real they quick. looking for something <laughs> quick. They looking for something quick. I'm like, well, you need to go somewhere else for something quick. I'm here to try because I already been through all of this. Well, you go in there and try to come something quick. They come in. See, all they're gonna do is mess you up because, well, I said, well, here, here's the instructions how to discharge a debt. They don't know no principles, no law. They don't know the difference between public and private. They don't know nothing. You just gave them the instructions to discharge some debt. It's gonna go out and don't work, and then they're gonna start spreading this rumor. Oh, well, you used to be over there teaching uh, misinformation and, and stuff like that. When you well, don't you ain't taught a damn thing. Because really, you <laughs> shouldn't do no type of process. You should do no type of process until you've gotten to the point where you don't have to ask nobody no questions. You don't need a template. You could just, I need to do what document? What this is the document. Be. I'm going to do this. How I'm going to do it. This is what I'm putting in my document. How I'm putting it in my document. Why I'm putting it in my document. This right here, you don't even know what this is, do you? No. Nope. Why? Because it's mine. It's my document. You know, exactly. like until you get to that you place. <laughs> You've gotten to the point where your understanding of the information is at such a high level that you see the deception. You see the deception. You can see. That's why I kick people out. Because they, they spirit speak before they do. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Your spirit introduces you before you introduce yourself. And they can't hide it. They can't hide it. They can't hide who they are. You know, when you become spiritual, when you have a eye, you see people for who they are as soon as they, you can't be a leader and not see snakes in the grass. When you be a right. leader, you got to be the first thing of a leader is he got to be able to see snakes in the front yard. His followers may not be able to see the snakes. But he got to, in order for him to be called leader, how are you going to lead somebody and you can't see the pitfall? Hmm. You got to be in it. So, so you got to be able to see it. So you got people out there come in and ask a question or something or say something and try to make it seem innocuous. I kicked their ass right to the moon. Immediately, I don't even, I don't, I get, but just to let them know that that wasn't slick. That's why. That's why I do them the way I do. I kick them to the moon without even, without even speaking to know. them. There ain't no kind of conversation. There ain't no conversation like, about this. I know who you are and everything. Get up, get up on out of here and everything. You know what I'm saying? Don't even say nothing. <laughs> and that keeps everything. It it allows for Moving the free forward. flow of information because that group. That's what it's for. It's for like-minded individuals. If you don't have a mind Man, that's like-minded with I'm other on the individuals, group all what the day. hell are you in here for? 
I'm on the group all day, almost every day. It, like the information that, that's allowed to be shared and just how I grow in something that I'm working on based on something complete, in a completely different area of law, an area of study that someone else brings to the table. It just like opens the whole cornucopia of, you know, where we can go with what we're doing. And so I just wanted, wanted to, to call in and, and be encouraging and, and let you know I appreciate well, all that you've you, been doing. You know, one of the, the the greatest things that I've seen was when you started um, and how you did it, how you were taking documents, reading them verbatim into video and so forth. Like that took something like, like you're doing something that most don't even realize is why I don't say nothing when someone like you expresses to me. When I came to you on something a while back, it was just a text or whatever, and you were like, look at this, but you need to go and like really look at this and don't ask me nothing until you look at this. You know, because like you, you gotta, it's like, it's made like, me realize it's like a, the importance of me getting it. Like, like yeah, when I went and like, actually read like it. Grandma, it. It's like what my grandma did to me when I was growing up. When I was growing up, you know, I used to read a lot of comic books when I was a young boy. And um, mm-hmm. I would see words in comic books that I didn't know the meaning of. And so, you know, I, you know, I look kids, all they ask, you know, you know, because the house I was in was very, um, you know, she was an English grammar teacher. My aunt's a doctor. You know, everybody's got college degrees. And it's, it's one of those type of environments that's re- very academic that I grew up in. I, so, you know, as a little boy, my grandmother, you know, if I asked what the meaning of a word was, she would point over to the, uh, she had a shelf with encyclopedias and dictionaries. Encyclopedias. And Man, you my brother. She, we, your grandmother, my grandmother. <laughs> yeah, she would make me look up the word. And sometimes it would frustrate me. I'm like, damn, just tell me what the yeah. word means. What does origin mean? What does prologue mean? I look, look it over. I don't want to, I don't want to look at it. Just tell me I'm reading right now. I'm all into yeah. it. I don't know what this word means. So, you know, but she would not do yeah. it for nothing. With for nothing, go over there on that shelf and read that and, and get in that dictionary. And I got in the habit of doing it. I carried with me so I got it to be an adult. And I'm like, it's like the karate kid. You know, the karate kid, you know, it's like, wax on, wax off. You know, like, man, right. man, man, wax on, wax off, man. I'm trying to learn karate, man. Wax on, wax off. Daniel son. Wax on, wax off. Nigga, show me some karate. But you're <laughs> learning it all the time. Because you're getting the basics, you getting time. the muscle memory, getting the, you're getting, getting the, the muscle, yeah, I, I hear you. Right? There's certain things you got to have. You got to condition yourself. You got to look up words. Right? It's a word game. Right? So you got to get in the mm-hmm. habit of looking up words. You ain't finna do this and you ain't got no tools. You ain't got no dictionaries or nothing like First, you need to be on Amazon ordering you some Black Thought Dictionary. Or going Come to on. some used bookstores like I did and find out. I collected all my used bookstores and, um, uh, and uh, and uh, a good we- goodwill. Goodwill, goodwill thrift shop stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I was yep. going around looking at books and everything. And I was collecting them from there. You know what I'm saying? So you, you need to get have your, a your tools. You got to have your tools first. All right. So get and your first tool. You got to have. You got to have you some dictionaries because you learn another language. <laughs> right. You start then. <laughs> then you got to understand jurisdiction. You got to understand public and private. You got to know the distinct difference between to do any of this what we're doing. You got to know the right. difference, and that's what I saw coming in. Even a lot of gurus they don't understand. They don't know the difference. They use the words all the time, and they could not explain to you the difference. If I ask you, if you ask them to go up on a chalkboard and break down the law and uh, separate it between public and private, they wouldn't be able to do it. So how are you going to really know what you're doing? That's why you see so many constitutionalists. 
Because they don't know, they don't understand it's in the mm. public side. You don't have no constitutional right. rights. You got constitutionally protected rights. Your rights come from the creator of the boundless universe. They don't come from another damn man that got shitted out of a pussy just like you did. Nor a piece of paper or a stone or document. Mm-mm. Came from that which created it all. You got to know that. You got to, there's a lot of deception. You got to understand this whole system. I, I, just, I just had somebody, they contacted me. They got a car repossessed. So I'm on the phone with them, and the uh, we call into the place, okay, and the lady like, I need you, I need you to verify your current address. I'm like, no, nah, motherfucker, you don't need no current address. You need to uh, verify the address on the damn account so we can verify who you're speaking with. Then you can ask me, do we update the address? But the thing about it is they trying to get the address so they can serve them and stuff like that. You know, it's just deception. And they, the way that she's speaking on the phone, She's speaking like she's the goddamn FBI. And she's a damn customer service rep at a damn corporation and collections department. Wow. Making you all afraid. Duh. Uh, well, you know, uh, hey, let's say, look, hey, you, ain't get, you ain't get nothing. Now, what do you want? I'll tell you a damn thing. Well, this phone call be recorded. Good. I was being recorded, too. Everybody go on your Play Store. They got free damn app that will record every phone call that you make, just like mine. Just let you know, you call right. me, you being recorded. <laughs> straight like that. I'm telling you straight up. Yeah, I, you call me on my phone, I you appreciate being recorded. You, it switch on automatically. Yeah, All the, they it. got one in the Play Store. Everybody listening right now can have one. We'll record their voice clear as day and yours. Mm-hmm. And, and so go back and, 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 me, and when they say that to me, I let them know, simple. oh, you being recorded as well. Hmm. You cut it on and off however you want to do. You cut it off, but you, but all these things is this, the whole system is built on deception. That's why I got to right. get you. Everybody, they so deceitful, and the reason they so deceitful because there ain't no money. They got to get interest in people's property to get value. You got to deceive people and get an interest in their property and everything. They didn't create a damn society of snakes. That it's people who are parasitic, people who are feeding off the weak. Or uh, uh, the uh, 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 the ignorant. Those who know are feeding. Those who know don't have no mercy for those who don't know. None. Yes. You ain't get no mercy. So you got to be a warrior. That's unfortunate, but okay, you gotta be it's a unfortunate, but it just be, means like, yeah, I got to be strong. I got. I can't be one of the weak. Strong to die. Roll over and die then. But the whole thing about it is that's how you got to look at it. Say, this man trying to man trying to uh you know uh you know uh get this blood sucker trying to get some of my blood like nah man yeah that's not happening today you know of course you need to learn how to conduct yourself civilly as well when you are battling these demons that's that's another thing you know you got to know he's a demon but you got to damn you know go to war with him in a civil type manner you know Mm -hmm. basically like how jesus was doing you know, he's like, you know, y'all, you know, he's, you know, he played what in St. John chapter eight. He said, you know, he said, he said, he said, we are, uh, we be not uh, born. He said, we be not born of, of flesh and blood, but we are God. He said, we Abraham seed. He said, well, if you of Abraham, you do the words of Abraham. He said, well, we be not born of flesh and blood. We be of God. Well, if you was of God, you'd recognize me because I'd come from God. He said, oh, let me tell you, let me tell y'all. You know, I've been entertaining all this you said. I'm going to tell you the truth. You're your father, the devil. 
He was a liar and a killer and a deceiver in the beginning and both not the truth because truth wasn't in him. The truth is not in you. <laughs> okay? Never some was. People, the truth ain't in them. You got to understand, you're dealing with some people, the truth ain't, you ain't no way that you can come to them with a rational debate or nothing like that because the truth ain't in them. There are demons. There are gins here. And, uh, 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 there are gins here on the planet walking around in human form. And see, that's when you come into that realization. When you get into that information, all this stuff that's in the Bible starts coming live for you. Right. It coming real. Right. It ain't up in real for you because you've been asleep. You just hmm. been preoccupied with bullshit. But once you start involving well, yourself me to wake up. Matters, with matters of importance, then that's when your eyes are going to be open. And you're going to that Bible and Quran and the, the, the Pentateuch and the Bag the Vita and all these different books on the planet, that's when they start to come alive to you. Because the people who was dealing with the, 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 the things you're dealing with right now, they was dealing with too. Right. Right. There ain't nothing changed. A deceiver, a liar. You got to remember that think, every day. Why you think when they start them debt collect, they want to put you in debt? That's the man. That's in the Bible. The the debtor is a servant to the creditor. All right. Why does the Lord's prayer say, "Forgive us our debt, as we forgive our debtors"? Mm. All right. Why mm. you think all this? about putting you in some sort of servitude through debt. That's how somebody becomes your master, by keeping you in debt. But then they didn't took it a step further, took all the gold and silver away, and actually gave you this old damn monopoly money. That's what's even more insane about it, because there ain't no damn real money. It got you on a, some type of fictitious debt. It ain't it's even not real even debt. debt. Yeah, it's not even real debt. Wow. They took you one, one step lower. And said, we're going to have you confused over here in this stuff that you don't even know how to identify what to do because it's a, it has to be a new term because it's not credit, it's not debt. It's what we created and, you know, until you figure out how to get out of it. Good luck. <laughs> anyway, That's some good stuff there, you said, Phil. I think it's 774 um, is Jeff. All right, brother. All Appreciate right. you, bro. You have a good one. Peace. Okay. All right. A four three sixty nine sixty nine South Carolina, you're on the line. No, I talked to you it, before. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I still have problems with the um address. I've been trying to order this thing for three weeks, and I just can't get it. Oh, you trying to order it? I I changed your um I changed your account over. Did you log in? Yeah, I was trying to. I, I, I was trying to get. No, just try to get just log it. in. Just log in with your with your with your ID. Right. You're on a computer. Log in and see what happens when you log in. I know right, you are. Still, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to, but I was trying to get the SEC thing so I could start it, start everything. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Um, give me your name one more time. It's Cash C A S H. Sham S H A M. Last time I'm you said my name, because I said my last time I put my you said my name all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna contact you uh when we uh as soon as the show is, show is over, okay? I'm gonna call you directly, all right? Okay, okay, okay. That, that works. 
And then another thing, I remember, uh, I, only got, well, I mean, I had a lot of things to talk about, but I ain't going to hold up nobody because my only important thing is, I remember you had, did you remember when you did that, um, you had David Wynn Miller on your um, show? Yeah, yeah, I put a, I put it up on YouTube. All right, so like, so even when you, when we be reading these documents, and sometimes these agencies be sending us documents, you know, some of these documents, especially when they got, you know, how they got the, the text or the symbol, it's not even English language. So how would we go about that if it's not even English and and we're assuming it to be English, you know, what would you, what would you have to say about yeah. that? I have a lot of respect for David Wynn Miller. Let me, let me say that first and foremost. Um, when you look in the public record, you don't see many of his stuff working either in, in the public, even though it's mathematically precise. Okay. It's the mathematics behind it that is being utilized um, to make a determination of what proper grammar is, which was, which was very beautiful. He didn't really create it either. Cause I went and did some um, study. He probably, I think enhanced it, but I went and did some study and they were being, they were talking about this back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, but they were saying that they were messing with the grammar. All right. They're messing with the grammar. Um, word, there is a, there is a, a maxim of law that says words, words are to be understood in their most, uh, common sense, right? Which where which everybody would understand, right? Which is a which is a, a legal maxim. When you're speaking in court, agree that you can say words unless you qualify what you say and what you mean. Okay, it's going to get misconstrued. That's why you see seeing a lot of processes um, at the back at the end of the process. They'll put a glossary, okay, to let it be understood. This is what I mean when I use this word, okay. Now, what you mean when you use the word is what I mean when I use this word right here. There's a glossary, all right, because I can't really expect everybody to, um, you know, even though, let me say this, though, grammar, you are expected to know proper grammar because they communicate with grammar very heavily. It's used very, why do you think, you know, to be a lawyer, you know, I usually take people from political science majors and English grammar majors. Uh, English majors and, and, and political science majors is what they're taking law. Okay, so you need to be very good in writing and understand, you know, the proper construction of sentences. I, 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 I agree that wholeheartedly. You've heard me on other shows say, practice your grammar. Now, I think it's the question that you're asking me because of the syntax that is being used in these statements, that they're not being used in noun time, that is the reason why, you know, we're not getting a remedy. Is that what you're saying? Well, I was saying, well, I mean, I, well, well, I was really just wondering, like, say, for instance, if, they, if, they, if, if, if the state is bringing a claim against me for a traffic ticket, and that traffic ticket got the, that state in all capital letters, I mean, and you know that that's not English language. So, therefore, we have a document that is really not saying anything, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it's, it's not. But, see, that's the thing about it. See, this is where our philosophies diverge. They are bankrupt. They can't make no claims. Right? Every claim they make is called a colorable claim. It's right. colorable, okay? I they, we use in Federal Reserve notes, okay? With Fed, since we started using Federal Reserve notes, you cannot take them into a common law court, right? Because in a common law court, you need gold and silver, right, to go in a common law court. Right? They don't have okay. common laws. They t- that's why they removed the gold and silver. It was a real. Let me tell you something. It was real deep. Them taking the gold and silver out of the people's hands. That was more impactful, probably more than anything, 
and help to change the judicial system because now you're paying everything with promissory notes. So now you can't really be given a remedy. You can't really take them into an Article Three court because there wasn't really anything, any really valuable consideration given, you know, per se. You know, it's like no, wasn't really no transaction that kind of really, you know, you didn't pay for anything. You know, that's right. why they got the title to everything. They're just granting you a use of it. Okay, look, we got the title. We got the MSO to these cars. We got the title all the property and everything. We're just letting y'all use it. And we're letting y'all use this play money and everything to facilitate commerce while we do it, while we allow you to use all this stuff. And we're going to charge you rent once a year called property taxes. And you don't pay that shit, we're going to kick you out. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, it's like, this is the thing that, you know, that we're dealing with. And you got to start opening your eyes and seeing it. So that's why they put everything in all caps because, yeah, there, there isn't any rule. And I, I just did a whole video, okay, on grammar where I'm about to release where we're talking about this all caps. You know, it's a, it's a treatise on the all caps name. I think that's what I call the video. And, you know, it's like there's no, yeah, there isn't any allowance in any of the rules of grammar that allow you to put everything in all capital letters. Okay. But once again, when you ask them about it, how they will write it up, in the case law, you know, the judges write some up, you know, this is a, this is a frivolous argument, um, you know, that we have talked about many times before. And then they'll give you all this long line of case law. But if you go get the case law, it's basically saying the same thing in all the cases. They just, they'll reiterate what we're stating and then give you some sort of something like failure to state a claim of which relief can be granted or something like that. But they will not substantially address the argument, you know, right. I, you know, it's like they talk so they vapor money theory. Y'all motherfuckers know y'all ain't, you know, why are you going to say it's a vapor money theory when I can go read the Federal Reserve publication, Modern Money Mechanics, they tell you right in there that money don't have no intrinsic value whatsoever. Okay. Why, when I read the Financial Accounting Standards Board Statement 95 on page 21, I can go down there and it says creation of money. I tell you really clearly that banks create money. It's like they product. Why can I go to all these damn documents that they publish that come out from their side don't come from no guru or nothing like that come from somebody that is within their sphere of opera you know that they look at as some sort of authority on their side coming from their side affidavit of walker Todd, who's an attorney tell you straight up i they get along at the at, at the damn closing table you ain't they they ain't give you nothing if they gave you a promissory, if you if if they gave you promissory notes, they should expect promissory notes back. Okay, that's equal. That's an equal exchange. But what they want to do is give you a promissory note, and make you go work, and pay interest, which is just another name for more work. Interest. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's what they want you to do. That's slavery. That's, it's it's a very sophisticated slavery they didn't put together. Right? That's all it is. And, you know, you got to challenge it because if you keep participating in it, you're going to be deemed to be stupid. There's already a group of people that look at you as animals. They say, you motherfuckers animals. They ain't smart. They think like animals. Well, at some point, you got to demonstrate that you're more than competent enough to handle your own commercial affairs. That, hey, look, you know, our people built these pyramids over here. I don't know why y'all sitting here walking around on the planet as if y'all are the most intelligent people on the planet. Well, we got all this in our DNA. We didn't come over here speaking English. Y'all taught us English. If I'm not speaking English correctly, it's because you taught me not to speak English correctly. So we didn't come over here speaking it. People in your race didn't speak English, proper grammar. 
and compared it to us. So, you know what I'm saying? So, those are things, you know, I, I'm, I'm just talking to us. We look at this thing with this all-caps name. Okay, anybody can see. You know, they try to say nothing to the all-caps name. You see this shit everywhere. You know, just comment this on my driver's license. It's on the birth certificate. It's on the caption. You can, okay, if it don't make a difference, then, you know, take it off. Okay, they say, well, the MSO ain't title. Okay, MSO ain't title. Well, give it to me, motherfucker. I want it. Well, nah, I can't give it. Why you can't give it to me? <laughs> Why well, I can't have the original to my birth certificate? Well, this, you know, this, you found these UCC1s is frivolous. Why do you care? It's only my all caps name and my lower caps name on it. Who am I hurting? Y'all collecting a fee for it. You filing it. What's the big deal? Why you don't want me right. to file a UCC1? If all this shit is ridiculous, why not just take our money and get rich? Why all the pushback? Put nobody else's name on it but mine. You said ain't no difference in the all caps name. Okay, so I put as a debtor of my all caps name, as a creditor of my Christian appellation of my name, and I put all my stuff, I put my social security card, my birth certificate, my labor, everything that belongs to me in the collateral description, my kids, my wife, their birth certificates, my military records, all the things that belong to me, and you got a problem with it. But turn around and say I'm crazy. Right. And don't offer no type of legal support for that. What they do is they give you an attorney opinion, which basically is telling you that you, they, you need to sue their ass. This is what's going on. You know, you ain't got a problem with it. Just sit down. You know what? Why is you in my group? Why y'all, if, if what we're doing is crazy, why y'all coming over in our group trolling? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let somebody else talk too. I'm gonna let somebody else ask a question too. We ain't gonna hold them up. I just want you to um right, straighten it out for me. Go ahead. Why are you coming over in our group trolling? Why are you putting out that expenditure of uh, that expenditure of energy? Where you say we're sovereign citizens of violence? Man, what are you talking about, man? Overall percentage, y'all can't go back. Y'all had to go back a couple of years or something. You know, I try to make Timothy McVeigh into a sovereign citizen, but you know, you don't talk about none of that shit like when you do out at Waco. Slaughtered everybody. Gordon Call, you know, Montana Freeman, all the other stuff y'all do, kill y'all be killing your own damn citizens. They exercising their right. It wasn't bothering nobody. 808 1390. Eric Code 808. Is that a Y? Yeah, that's a Y. Peace, man. How you doing? What's going on, bro? Man, bro, y'all, man, peace to y'all, peace to y'all knowledge, peace, peace to the gods. Like, man, yeah, y'all go in, all I hear was infinite zeros and, and like, man, I just, I just been studying. I don't, I don't really have a question. Like, uh, I just, you know, I just been listening and, um, man, y'all just, y'all just where it's at, man. Hi, bro. That's, that's all I can think of right now. All right, brother. All right. Thank you for calling in, okay? <laughs> Thanks for oh, this. No problem. I'm going to be here. All right, bro. All right, let me go to 254-2991. What's up, my brother? How you doing today? I'm doing all right, bro. What's going on? Hey, man, I was trying to email you, but I couldn't get it out, and I know you don't really put it out, so if you could, just hit me up later if you could. 
So okay, I got this document that I'm about to send off uh, to the Court of Appeals. I had talked to you earlier this week about uh, a foreclosure and all that good stuff. And I was just studying yeah. the principles and all this good stuff and uh, how I feel that is going to be advantageous to me. Uh, hold on, Poppy. Uh, and how it's going to be advantageous to me. But I just I just recall when you was talking to another gentleman that uh, he was on the line with me. And I'm calling for a compliment, too. You know, your expenditure of knowledge and your expansion. You don't, you don't know one thing. So when he started talking about, boom, this is esoteric knowledge. And then you was like, boom, I can break down where the word came from, Elohim, and, and, and how they got to the Bible and all this good stuff. And, you know, I could tell that it made you feel to be in a good place when you're talking to somebody that you can actually have a conversation with. You know, right. because <laughs> when I was going through this whole thing, they was like, bro, you crazy. You're going to go to jail. Da, 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 da. I said, well, look, man, I I really ain't got nothing to lose. They're going to either give me what I want now or they're going to give me what I want later. But in the end, I'm going to win. And then you started talking about the uh, the one movie with the windshield wipers. Uh, yeah, uh, Flash of Genie. Flash, Flash genius. genius. And I'm like, look, man, I'm in this thing for the long haul. And I remember when I was in the courtroom, and, and like, they they know when you ain't really got no fear. And the lawyer is like, why are you arguing in this case? You should fight your other case. I'm like, man, sit down. Don't tell me what I should be doing. <laughs> but in hindsight, I should have said what you offering me, legal advice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> but I done went in, and I done looked up his bar number. And his bar number says uh, expired pro say or something like that. And so I'm like, look, so he has to have a license, a, a permission to practice from the highest uh, court in Texas. He ended none of that into the case. I'm sending that to uh, the Court of Appeals, too. He practicing law, law without a license. And from what I understand, that's a felony. Well, you know, but the thing about it, here's the thing, you know, they, they say you got to have a license to practice law. Don't never show you what a license look like. And that's exactly what it is. They get permission. The license, because we went through that in California. You know, I was in, in, in court with a client and I, and he was he was he was on the other side of the bar speaking to her and something happened. And I and I was sitting right behind him. So I leaned up behind him and whispered something in his ear. OK, yeah. so then the, the judge said, sorry. Are you an attorney? Are you practicing law without a license? And then I said, I wasn't aware, Your Honor, that the practice of law could be licensed. <laughs> and she got quiet. <laughs> and she got, you know, she got quiet when I and let me tell you something. The look on her face, she's the only one that understood what I was saying. Everybody else in the, the bailiffs and all that started laughing because they said, Oh, you silly. But when me and her looked at each other, because that's why I was so mad about her. Like- Oh, he understood. He know. he know. I had to let her know that I know when you say that to him. Okay. So when I get home, because it pissed me off, right? And I, I can tell you something about that courthouse in, in uh, Los Angeles County. Oh, my God. They monitor everything in that courthouse. The lady, when yeah. I came up to file, when I came up to file some paperwork at the clerk's office, I didn't even go into the courtroom and go upstairs. 
And but the other guy did. And I was I had on a suit. I was suited up. When he came back, he told me, he said, yeah, the judge wanted me to tell you that you were the most nicely dressed man to come to the court today. They man, they told me the you same the, thing. They watched, they, <laughs> they watched you on the cameras, you know what I'm saying? It's like, she see me. I didn't, she saw me when I come into the courthouse. I didn't even go, I didn't go to the courtroom or nothing. And she sent me, he sent me a message. She sent me a message back. I'm out, I'm out of the courthouse. He sent me a message that judge said, let you know that you're the most nicely dressed man. Because, you know, everybody else come up to the to the uh, court dressing, street clothes and everything. They got a polo with some jeans. Yeah. yeah. I would always go to court in a suit with a briefcase every time I went. I'd always go suited up, looking like an attorney. And when I, when I came back, she said, I'm like, damn, how she know what I look? Because she's watching me on them cameras. They see everything. Well, they and I think that's like, a, that's like a compliment, like, Okay, we know you yeah. in here. We're trying to see if you're trying to be an adverse belligerent party or you just coming to take care of your own private business. I look, exactly. do my own private deal and I'm out of here. I ain't coming to start I'm these spectacles <laughs> in, in the public. Yeah, it's a game. You know, it's rules to the game. You know, it's like you got to kind of like learn the rules. Like one of the rules is you can't be angry. Like, you know, you can't come in there with no anger and being uh, stuff like that. You got to be a professional uh, you got to uh, know what, know how to speak very well, know what you're saying, um, know how to re- make responses uh, to t- Oh, I think it done cut me off again. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a thing where, you know, it's like it's a lot more to it than what people try to make it out to be. That's why, you know, it's like if you ain't been to court, I don't be listening to dudes that ain't been to court. They ain't been to court. Uh, uh, somebody bought and something, they just like know how to file paperwork. I don't listen to them cats because they misconception of the whole thing is off and everything. It's like, yeah, you know how to do that paperwork, but in these courts and having these confrontations, everything is something different. It's like they don't put that They're much They're going to railroad you. Well, they looking at you. They can railroad you if you love them. They looking at you. They looking at okay, what do you know? Okay, I know because yeah. a piece of paper somebody could have gave you that, and you don't and, know what the fuck to do with it. And, and let me tell you something else. How I got to that point is because when you got you, when they got you in solitary confinement, I had me in solitary confinement. I was I had a and then then they give you this paper that's yellow. So they know all the paper you're taking notes with in the law library. So I got a whole stack of notes. Okay. I go into court. The judge sent a message to the, uh, to the people in the jail, take all of his uh, legal work. So they come to the jail to get me and they say, uh, you know, Jones, Hey, we get ready to move you. You're getting packaged stuff. I'm like, Hey, I'm like, man, what are you talking about, man? Pack, pack stuff. You got 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. I'm packing, you know, take me to a holding. Okay, so then they take all my stuff. They're going to put you on a bus, right? So they need to take all your property. You know, put all your stuff in bags and everything. They say, yeah, take that. We're going to take that from you. All right, so they're leaving me in holding. I'm waiting like an hour. Then they come back with my bags and tell me, John, oh, we changed our mind. We're not taking you nowhere. Okay, so they give me back my bags, take me back to my cell. I get my stuff back out. All my, all my research is gone. So deception. now, deception. Now. How you have to handle that, what that teaches you is 
The only thing they cannot take from you is what you memorize. Intellectual property. Intellectual property. You got to memorize. I right, so you know so I start memorize. That's why my memory so good. I start memorizing what I need to say in court, memorizing important things in documents and things like that. Because I, at the end of the day, the only thing you can't take away from me is you can't take my memory. And the more you, and what I found out is, the more you exercise your memory, the more powerful it becomes. You start to see the better you start it having is. like, yeah, you start having like a like photographic memory. And so I can see the documents in your mind's eye and read them in your mind's eye. But it's an exercise. Anything that you don't use, it atrophies. You know, it wears away. You know, something grows with use and something atrophies with disuse. So I started using my memory more and I started seeing it was getting stronger. You know, so those are things, you know, know, that's why you get put in adverse situations. People ain't never been in those situations. I'm like, okay, you're talking about you ain't got to read. I don't feel like reading. Your ass get locked up in them cells, you'll read. And they talk about handling you, you with something. You ain't got no time. <laughs> hey, and and another thing is, um, <laughs> I kind of put something and something together. So when they when, when they invaded the countries or whatever country that's being invaded by America, they give them the Bible, right? They give them religion. So they basically giving you an out, right? They telling you, okay, we're going to come take everything you want Oh, shoot. He got dropped. He dropped off. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> he got dropped off. I guess he got disconnected. All right, y'all. Let me go to 9442. 252-9442. Hey, man, you're coming in real bad. You know, see if you can clear up your... uh. Your connection. Your connection is real bad and staticky. Uh, is this bad? Nah. Hello, is this bad? No. Go to fix that. I get, I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. All right, let me go to 301 area code 7820. You're on the line. Peace to the Elohim. Peace to the Elohim, homeboy. What's going on, my man? You know how you been? I'm doing well. I'm doing fine. You know, getting you know, sitting up here losing my voice. <laughs> you back? You back I'm on on the regular my... now? Yeah, I try to be on on the regular now. I'm trying to be back on at least at least three times a week. I'm gonna try. Okay. I'll make okay. a commitment. Try to make a commitment about three times a week. Maybe not every day, but try to be able to be like three times a week at least. Okay. All right. I, only reason I caught it, I seen it on Facebook. You was on the other day. So I, every day I try to just dial a number, see if you're on there. Yeah, I, I start coming back on. I start missing, you know. I started seeing, I like, man, I got to get back on the mic, you know, and talk to people and everything because it just like that disconnect is like wasn't. You know, it's like this ain't really me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get on the mic, talk to people. You know, and right, right, now you understand right. why I got that blue man with the headphones on, like his mouth is screaming and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You gonna do the damn thing? You gonna? This is what you do? You know what I'm saying? Man, ain't no, ain't, that's that's what you do, man, and that's where you comfortable at. I, I don't, yeah, I'm not into is. that. I'm, I'm really not into that Facebook shit. 
I was telling yeah, the guy the other day, I said, what do they do when they lock you up? Put your face in a book? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they're doing with yeah. Facebook. they profiling you and putting your they, face they, in that's a database. Why I, yeah, that's why I said when they come in and ask those questions, I raise them because Facebook is a data mining company. So it's like, right. you know, a lot of people they don't they don't understand that. You know, somebody ask you know ask you a question, answer this question. I'm like, no, I'm not answering that question for you. Privacy, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? There's a book over here you can read, find out for yourself. You know, but I'm not going right. to go into. I'm not going to go into. I'll talk about some things, but you don't need to know nothing about me personally. Nothing mm-hmm. about me personally. If you want to talk about something in general, we could do that. But don't be asking me things about me personally or everything like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to know that. Because, see, that's what's happening, um, that they are collecting. Like, I was watching a, a movie last night, real good movie. It's called Ex Machina. I, and um, mm-hmm. it's about my second time seeing it because I'm watching the time travelers on YouTube, and everybody's talking about in the next 10 years, AI is going to be so big, artificial intelligence. And also that in the very distant future, that artificial intelligence uh, robots are going to have rights like human beings. And you're not going to be able to distinguish them very much from humans as well. Okay. And even some of them are going to be in relationships with humans and things like this. They were showing this. Now, right now, if you go on YouTube, you can see we at the onset of the dawn of the AI because the AI robots already are already self um already self-aware to a degree at the level they have them at now. So in this ex machina, you know, I'm watching all of this, man, and everything that was being said in ex machina. I mean, it was just, um, these AI robots and everything. It's like, you know, it, 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 we need to be getting ready for what's coming in the future. A lot of people aren't really uh, just prepared for what's coming in the future. It is the future is up on us, and we got to get prepared yes, for these AI robots, all this kind of stuff, the data. And what happened with this AI robot is how he was able to get the artificial intelligence. He, 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 he tapped in to all the social medias uh, on the Internet and was able to download uh, and text messages, all the phone companies and everything, and the facial expressions. Um, all our reactions and everything. He said, I got an endless uh, database of information. And that's how they brought about, that's how they bring it about the AI. And he said, they couldn't do nothing to me because they do it too. They know that they do it too. So you already know in these cameras, these TVs that they got, they got cameras on it. They're able to watch us. They can hear. I know I can get y'all a software right now that's for free on the internet that you can put on somebody's phone and they not know it. I can turn on the microphone of their phone and listen to everything they're talking about, and they will never know it. And they, and they got that technology available to us that you can get off the internet for free. Wow. So wow. if they got that technology, all right, and it's available to us, okay, imagine what technology that they're using behind the scenes. I couldn't believe it. You'll never know. You'll just have your, your smartphone just be sitting there won't nothing change about it or nothing. And I can turn on the microphone on it, record everything that's happening. Are you talking about? And it'll, e- it'll email me the conversation. Mm. It'll send it to me in an email. What was the movie with Will Smith when he was running and they was tracking his cell phone? What year I wrote, I went, oh, Enemy of the State. 
Enemy whole of the bunch state. of stuff in Enemy of the State, too. And I robot, you know, so they putting out all this stuff. And, uh, you know, they got the, the, the technology, man, on the public is 30 years behind the private. All right. And the That's private right. is 30 years ahead. They have also come up with a technology where they can extend your life and remove all of the impurities out of your body. They got this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, it's called MA5, MAG or something like that. And, uh, they selling it right now. Um, uh, it will, uh, it will extend your life. Um, the length of your life. This guy was talking about how, you know, they got these bases and everything. People over a hundred years old, they still look like they're 20 and all this kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. all this is going on around you right now, but you locked mm-hmm. into a city and all you do is go back and forth to the grocery store and back and forth to work every day. All right. You got to stop and think, you know, have I lived my life to its fullest? You know, you got people out there, they making, they making moves in life and changing the world and everything. And what type of contributor, what type of, how are you going to leave your mark on this planet? You know, they got all this magnetic um, technology right now with levitation. All right, levitation boards are already here. Levitation vehicles are already here. They testing them. Get on YouTube and see. All right? In the future, everything that these people talking about when they're coming from the future, you're seeing it being developed right now. They say all the cars are going to be flying. They're going to be levitating. Yep. Okay, it's not yeah, far they're trying, they got them, they're trying to put one of the mag trains in the area over here where we at, out here on the, on the East Coast by, in Maryland. And, 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 and Elon Musk, he, he set up a mag train underground. He's trying to uh, put the cars to drive underground and everything. He's trying to uh, put all that together. So it's a it's some right. big changes in the next 10, 20 years. You know, the world is not going to look, I don't think the world's going to look anything like it looks like today. They got 5G coming, a lot of different things like that. You know, we got another world that's coming. And mm-hmm. I think um, also what's really going to be important because privacy is going to be a big issue in the future because they're going to be expected for everybody to be plugged in. Plugged in. Yep. Yeah, you're either gonna be plugged in or you're not plugged in. All right, matrix, and you're gonna as a decision. And that when I talk about the secure party and privacy and all that, that's all you're doing right now is making that decision because you're warned about it in the Bible. Come out of her, my people, so you do not be partakers of her plague. And he called all great and small to receive a mark on his hand and on the forehead, and they could not buy or sell without the mark. Here's what wisdom. Yeah. Why you keep trying to be a part of why you keep trying to be a part of the whore of Babylon that has fallen and the devil's run amongst the earth? Why are people trying to be a part of that? Because you love the devil because he gives you nothing. Because he gives you nothing. <laughs> you know, <people laughs> love, it's like a woman. Wait a minute, it's like a woman. You know, it's like a woman. If you treat a woman, you're like, like, look at the guy. Like, they say nice guys finish last. All right? Uh-huh. Which is true. The dudes who be, like, trying to give the woman everything, kiss their ass, they don't want them. They want the dude that's going to drag them, dog them, <laughs> call them bitches and hoes, and cheat on them and everything so they can go inside these beauty shops and talk about what a bad man they got and then go right back to them and everything. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's the same thing with if you try to charge $25 or something, well, they're going to go and buy 1500 for it because the 1500 has a perception of more value. You actually hurt yourself right. by charging, uh, uh, charging people less for something. They don't, they're not going to respect you. 
I, I don't know. These mm-hmm. are things I just found out. You know, people talk about you and everything, but these, these, these are how people are. I don't know. They know that they poison into the food and everything like that, that all this stuff ain't mm-hmm. good for you, but they want it anyway. Is it some sort of, is it some sort spell. of, um, I say is it a spell? Is, some type is of, it a spell? Some type of, is it a spell? Yeah, I'm just wondering, what is it, just the manipulation of the media and all the other things we know, just general propaganda, or is there actually something genetically going on that's, that's creating that illusion for them? <laughs> I, well, it has, you know, to be I just, subcon- it has to be something in the subconscious psyche, you know what I'm saying, that has got, you know, put into the subconscious mind. But really, I'm going to be honest with you, it's like, I... I don't think there's much hope for humanity. I, I just, in my, in my opinion, a large number of people are going to be destroyed. When they talk about 144,000, you can really believe mm-hmm. that and everything. Cause it's like, it's not going to be right. a whole bunch of people left on this planet when the fall happens. Because, you know, it's like the majority of people is not in, is not interested in nothing, but you know, just Advanced. what. Um, they, they will they, not advance. They, they don't. They don't want to. They don't want to open their mind up to anything. But I'm. I'm not calling you about that. We talking about that. I really called you because I heard you mention about the repossession. <laughs> All right. So I had that happen to me. So uh, it's in another person's name. So I called. They they told the people to speak to me on their behalf. So I just listened to them, like you say, the people on the phone that's working in the office. And the debt collectors are for the for the so called creditor. Right. So then my question you said something else about the play on words. What about the word natural person? The word natural okay. person is a is a damn deceptive word. Because that's what I say. Well, you know, we got a person a human being. I'm like, well, why don't you just say human being? Why don't you say man, right. woman? Right. What is the hell is a natural right. person? Why y'all had to coin this phrase called natural? Because they only deal with artificial entities. Everything, that's why they coined it. Because that's all they deal with is artificial entities. Go ahead. But when you you look at natural person, in in Black's Law, it talks about emanating from God. Right. Now when you look at natural person, say, for instance, in 15 U.S.C. 1692, it uses natural person as a debtor, someone obligated to an alleged debt. Man, so they took that word and reversed it because something emanating from the almighty created a balanced universe could never be a debtor. Couldn't. Right. Okay. So they took okay. the word to trick people. People jumping out, oh, I'm the natural person. Man, I'm not no natural. I'm not a person at all. I'm a divine being placed on the planet to have dominion over all those things that's on it. That's right. Now, when you go in that courtroom, that judge is telling you that that's who he is to you and that you're the beast. Because technically, a human, I don't see no way in no religious scripture where it says I created a human being. That's true too. He created a man. <laughs> That's right. That's true too. That's true. See what I'm saying? So I, I look at a lot of stuff. And oh, what they call it? Atoma. They call it. You got to. You got to go to the, the original scripture because they call them an atoma, an atoma, which means of the red dust I, of the ground. 
Right. 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 That's the Hebrew. Yeah. Right. So, but I understand this, and I always have to qualify. That's why I'm glad you're back on the program. We always have to qualify this. Everybody is at a different level of learning. And you're evolving constantly as long as you do what? Keep reading and absorbing and be a sponge. You got to open your brain because I'm in a situation. I I use FVCPA with the people, right? And the Constitution, Fourth Amendment, you invade my privacy, coming in, you ain't got no, so you came on my property and took the car. And that's I what I used on him. I, I used the same thing, you know, when I was talking. I was talking to the lady. I'm like, you know, I'm saying, see, what they want, they want your current, all your information. They want to try, because they want to repossess the car and come back and try to get some money out of you, too. You know, right. they want to try to serve, they want to try to serve you up, because the car got repossessed a, a while ago. So, so they're down to get right. call, call, calls from the people. And, you know, call right. the people back. They want, well, we need your current address. Oh, no, the fuck you don't. <laughs> well, you need your current yeah. address, for. You know, and then you know how they be talking, mm-hmm. sir. I'm not going to be able to speak. I mean, mm-hmm. you speaking to me like you the FBI lady. You a customer service rep. Yeah. Stop they talk real. They talk real greasy to you on the phone, man. They talk real greasy to me I, like you the police. I told, I told them this. Watch this. I told them this. I said, ma'am. I said, you telling me that we now have no entitlement? That we've been paying 50 months out of 60 months, and we have no entitlement or rights to their property? No, you don't. Not till you pay it off. I said, oh, okay. I said, but what about y'all being in collusion with the dealerships and already having a consent order with the CFPB for defrauding 235,000 people, or 35,000 people, 235,000 people or something in dealerships and predatory loans? Uh, We can't talk to you. We have to refer you to the law department. Yeah, you know. Conversation when I said that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, girl, she just cut all the conversations. Soon as she seen, I wasn't gonna give her this. I started asking her questions. You know, like you know, what I'm saying, you know, because they're trying to get information out of you and not giving you and not giving you any information. You know, and that's yeah. how it goes. And I said, well, you need to send me a letter in the mail. I said, send it to the addresses on the account. That's what you need to do. Put it in the mail. We only tell you shit on the phone. I don't even have to talk to you on the phone. I don't even have to do business on the phone. For real, you know, so you need to send it to me in the mail, you know, that's just what it is, you know, we don't be sitting there talking like you some sort of gorilla or nothing like that, because I'm going to pull your card, try to see you just read just how hard you are, you know, <laughs> you know but, and then, but they get most of the people with that, they train to do that, to call you and speak in such a way will invoke fear in you, that's a bill collector. Right. I love right. to talk to debt collectors and bill collectors, I get practice, it's like going to the gym. You're like going to mm-hmm. the, <laughs> like going to the yeah. gym with me. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. Say y'all just think y'all just do that, huh? I say you start hitting them with some stuff. You know, you should have fun with them. Have fun with them. You know, say, yeah, all that is a big just, old act. It's a read from a script. Exactly. It's like they reading from a script. If you hit them, if you hit them with a, a a question from a different angle, they stuck. They gotta go get a supervisor. <laughs> See what I'm saying? They get stuck. Now let me. I said, well, yeah, man, look. First of all, first of all, what are you talking to me about? You have no authority to do anything. 
So you Not- might as well already consider this matter escalated, and let's take it to the next level so we don't even have to talk to you no more. That's uh, right. Uh, 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 let me see if I can find a supervisor. I said, well, the supervisor ain't going to be nobody but somebody else like you saying they're a supervisor, playing the game. Ain't none of y'all supervisors. I used to work in customer service, and we used to do that. You know, if somebody would ask for a supervisor, you know, we'd right. let our, uh, uh, you know, our, our probably person next to me play like they the supervisor right. and everything, rep next to me and everything, right. man, they were a supervisor. Yeah, <laughs> we used to do that. Yeah, you know, we were doing a lot, but we would do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad, I'm, I think I'm glad, to hear, I'm glad to hear you back on the air, man. I, I ain't gonna chop it up with you too much, but I'm I'm glad to hear you back on the air, man. And uh, you know, always remember, come on the Sunday morning, man, and do your whole, you know, your spiritual. I was, yeah, I was I was gonna do it this Sunday. I was just uh, I was um. I kind of just I slept late I slept late in but I I'm getting my schedule back together, you know the, them videos be taking up a lot of time you know what I'm saying it's like right. I don't think people really understand to make those videos on YouTube how much energy it requires uh, to make one of those mm-hmm. videos I got to read the whole document um, I got to make sure I read the document properly because if I misspell a word I'm gonna get goddamn oh. Oh yeah, you just read two hours and you misspelled two. You mispronounced two words in that whole document, Yusuf. You don't know what the fuck you're talking mm-hmm. about. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? <laughs> I, I, I gotta make sure. You know, I gotta make sure everything is spelled. Even if it's a word I don't pronounce, I gotta go look it up, listen to the word, right. everything, make sure I'm pronouncing everything correct. My Latin I got everything down packed, and it's good. It's a good exercise, and it's also sharp keeps me sharp. Uh, but it takes right. a lot of energy and a lot of time to do, and that kind of took away from my radio time. But I'm finna, I'm gravitating back toward the radio. I'm getting my video. The only reason I haven't been live streaming on YouTube, they took down my. Do you really understand the private side? Then they put me on a um, uh, rest- on a restriction where I can't live stream for nine uh, uh, for uh, three months. I think I my live stream. I get to come back on January twentieth. I start live. So mm-hmm. I have the video and the radio back going on together. And you know, but it's like. And I asked him, I said, well, what did I do? What what was wrong with that video? They wouldn't tell me. I'm telling y'all that do you really understand the private side? To me, I think it's one of the best videos I ever did. Okay. Okay. Do you really understand the private side? It's up on somebody else's channel right now. It's not on my channel. It's still on YouTube because somebody downloaded it and put it up on their channel. So I don't have it on my channel, but it's still on. If you Google it, I mean, if you YouTube it in the search, it's still going to pop up. And, you know, you can watch it. And I would definitely tell people to watch that video. It's a real good video. And one more question for you. How essential is an affidavit or declaration of non-corporate existence in a case? Well, there's something in I forgot the law book or the case law that speaks about that. That um, you would have to put in something like there is some law on the book that makes that mandatory or something that effect. Okay. I mean, but it helps out. You know, there's a presumption. You got to understand if there's a presumption, if they want to presume you're a corporation, they can do it, can't they? That, that, ain't that what a presumption yep. allows you to do? A presumption allows That's you to do anything. That's right. They can, pres- That's they can right. presume anything they want, you know. I And, and you mm-hmm. have what's called a rebuttable presumption. So rebuttable presumption is has to be a fact, and an unrebutted affidavit becomes a what? Becomes true. Fact. 
Yeah, yeah. some facts. All right. Yeah. So you can only rebut okay, a presumption brother. with a fact. Ah. Uh, right. Okay. You have well, to have facts and evidence. The man tried to try to insinuate he tried to insinuate some sovereign citizen stuff off of Google on some case law about the unauthorized practice of law. And that it is a special rule in the, we in the federal court now that it's a special local rule of the federal court that you have to be represented by a barrister. Well, if you if you do, if you're doing corporation, if you like, like if you got my like if you go through a company, yeah, you're gonna have mm-hmm. to have an attorney. They only allow attorneys. Uh, attorneys have to represent corporations. You can't go in there and represent a corporation. So if somebody sues your company, you got to go get an attorney because you can't go in there and represent your company. All right. So I know that. Now, they'll try to tell you that you can't represent yourself in court. Really, the same case is going on with that, which is why they give you public defenders and all that. They try to get you some representation. However, they got to keep up the facade because the Sixth Amendment allows you to represent yourself. So, like like a judge tried to tell me, but they ain't going, they really ain't going off of that. But to keep the facade going, like they follow the Constitution, they'll let you have it. But, you know, you come into the courtroom, you know, I'd had an attorney, a uh, judge tell me that. I said, well, now nah, I ain't letting you fire your attorney. I said, ma'am, according to the Sixth Amendment, I got a right to uh, represent myself. What are you talking about? Ain't no, I'm not asking for the court's permission. Telling you you fired. Right. Can't make well, you, me you, go, filed you know. as an attorney. You, you filed entrance as, as your own representative. Oh, uh, you had to file that, that you entered in as that. No, anytime. The rules are, if you, you make an appearance just by talking to the judge. You make an appearance by filing okay, a motion. Okay. All right. right. Attorneys will put in what's called a notice of entry of appearance. But what constitutes right. an appearance, there's a lot of things that will constitute an appearance. Not just filing a motion or filing paperwork. It can, it can actually be your interaction with the judge, talking to the judge in court. And they got on record that constitutes an appearance. So they ask you to state your name for the record. You say, yeah. And you spell it. You made an appearance. Mm-hmm. And well, see, appearance somebody... don't mean, appearance means subjecting yourself to the jurisdiction of the court. Right. Right. Now, what if someone delegates their authority to you to represent them, speak for them? Well, I mean, they got their they rules, and I done did that. I done went in court and had that fight already with them. I almost got arrested. All right. <laughs> the Constitution says you can have counsel. Right. You got That's counsel. Right. But, you ain't, yeah, but you can't, they ain't for letting nobody come in and represent. You ain't, they ain't going to let you be an attorney. They don't say you got to be have a license, and they ain't going to let that happen. So you might as well forget that. You know, I've tried that in the past, and, nah, they ain't going to let it happen. You know, they going to. You know, because I got into the argument with the man, tell him to show me the law and all this kind of stuff, and we probably, you know, but he's like, nah, you, you know, he's like, nah, no, he ain't letting it happen. Because they got, man, I'm, like, they I'm, have, talking about like, I'm talking about like a family member. You could, do, your, you, could like do, you could do an underage person, like your son or something like that. I think you do that. Uh-huh. But uh, What about but, an uh, older uh, person? Maybe if they give you a power of attorney, I think you could. That that sounds That sounds feasible, too. All right, but uh, that sounds feasible, and it depends on what the matter right. is about. If it's about right. usually what I do to alleviate all that, I just tell them to give me an interest in their property. And if I got to, because you got to have standing, you know, you got to be a real party in interest in standing. So if you have an interest right. in property or something like that, then you can go in like you know, quick claim, 
a quarter of the house to me, you know, 25% of the house to me, uh, your car, uh, whatever, you know, whatever it may be. You know, usually, you know, mm-hmm. I'll just say, you know, to circumvent all that, if I want to go in there and represent, okay, give me the, I have to have an interest in whatever it is. So I'll try to obtain some sort of interest in the matter and that, that will allow me, that will give me standing to actually go into court and speak. Do you actually you know, have to file do you actually have to file your interest in in some type of land records or you just do it whenever you go into the Yeah, I would have to the, do it in land records. I would do it I would actually do it in whatever um chamber is required for me to do it in. I would do it in that. Yeah. I'll do everything law, you know, according to the rules. I wouldn't try to break no rules or nothing. You know, I'll do everything right. according to the rules. Okay. I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I'm gonna let somebody get in before before you get off the off the edge. So. All right, but we'll talk. I, I try to catch you when you come back on. Okay, all right, all peace. right, peace, peace, brother. Good to hear you. Peace, peace, peace. All right, y'all. A whole bunch of people pop back up on nine one nine fifty nine seven six. You on the line? Nine one nine Erico. Hit your mute button. Nine one nine. You hear me? I hear you now. You on. Hey, how's it going? This is Jimmy V. I'm doing I'm doing fine. How you doing? Good, good. I got a couple questions for you about um I was watching the other day what do the uh Fankers manual. Um I'm familiar with Tom Shaw. Went through a lot of foreclosures. Um I got All some right. cars this report and I wanna see if uh if I could get them to show me proof that they didn't take my promissory note on that. I haven't made my first payment yet. I just want to make sure that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I can answer the question right now. They don't have to show you no proof okay. of nothing on that promissory note if you don't have a claim on it because the interest in the promissory note starts in Article 3 of the UCC, more specifically Article 3, UCC 3-302, which is holder in due course, and then Article 3, 3-306, which is claims to an instrument. Because right? you're making a claim to that particular instrument. All right, so, but to have a claim to that instrument, you have to demonstrate you're a holder in due course, all right, unless you go through one of the real defenses or the personal defenses, you know, and there's like 10 real defenses and personal defenses, like fraud, misrepresentation, some of those, which you, of course, you're going to have to prove intent and so forth, but if you're not, if you don't have a status of a holder in due course, you don't have no right to the proceeds or the instrument. To have a right to the proceeds or the instrument, which is a claim in recoupment, which would be UCC 3-305, you'd have to establish that you're holding due course. And if you're holding due course, you'd have to give notice, advance notice of that fact, which means you'd have to have some sort of claim, like a UCC3, on that on that application for that car when you did it, or that promissory note at the closing cable, right then and there on the spot, you'd have to put something on that instrument to let any subsequent holder of that particular document let them know that you are indeed the holding due course. Because when they take that document in good faith, absence that notice, they can take it and become the holder in due course of it. Okay. So am I proceeding the wrong way or is it something you have online should follow? I mean, no, I don't think you're proceeding I don't think you're proceeding the wrong way. I'm just saying that you you know, you're gonna have a challenge because they feel like they don't have to give you the promissory note. All right. They don't have to give it to you and they don't. And I had to find that out. I had a, a, a I found that out as a dealer. I I did a Mercedes Benz um uh, what is that? Uh, Mercedes Benz S sixty five. I can't remember the S is S sixty five. I think. Okay, and um, 
I'm asking for, you know, the, I'm asking for my information back from the, uh, and I, I was able to get to the owner of the dealership because a friend of mine knew him. He said, man, I know the owner of that dealership. I said, you do? I said, yeah, I'll get you a meeting with him. I got a meeting with the man. And we sitting there talking, and he, I said, say, man, I need to get my, I said, you need to get my car, but you need to get my, uh, my instrument back. He said, he said, my wife is a federal prosecutor. He said, I don't have to give you nothing back. And first, we kind of got <laughs> off on the wrong foot. First, we got off on the wrong foot because I was real contentious with him. I was like, man, you need to get my mm-hmm. shit back. You know, hold my goddamn note <laughs> and keep the damn car, motherfucker. You're going to give me one or both of them back. <laughs> he told me, I don't have to give you the instrument back. Yeah. All right, so I said, mm-hmm. so he, we became friends. Make a long story short, we became friends. He was much older than me, and he explained a lot of stuff to me. All right, and that's how I first got clarity on claims to the instrument. Right, the instrument is, that's why you have, like when you look at these international bill of exchanges that you see floating around on the internet, in a section down there, you're going to see special instruction. In that special instruction section, you're going to see it mentions a UCC3. A UCC3, is you're going to check a collateral ad. Because every time you issue, when you sign your name on a promissory note or some sort of negotiable instrument, you're either the maker, drawer, or issuer of that particular instrument. Okay, that's your status. Okay, you're the maker in the case of a promissory note. You're a drawer in the case of a three-party international bill of exchange or a check or something to that effect. And you're the issuer. You're issuing this instrument. Okay, so in that fact, uh, as that status and everything, there are certain things that are incumbent upon you to do when you first do that. All right, first is you got to put a notice of claim to it if you want it back. Okay, these are the rules in the UCC. How the UCC uh, lays it all out. So that's why you have a UC. Just read UCC 3-306. It's called Claims to an Instrument. I'll read it to you. Let me read it to everybody. I'm going off the top of my head right now. I'll read it to you. You start with UCC 3-306. I've seen the UCC on the side of the document, too. I've seen it. It said something about it. It's like a not, not a registered, not an authorized UCC, but it said something to that effect. Yeah, you, you, have to, you, have to, you have to put a – let's talk about holding due course. UCC 3-302, holding due course. A, subject to subsection C and section 3-106D, holder due course means the holder of an instrument if, number one, the instrument when issued or negotiated to the holder does not, okay, that's the person subsequently you're going to give the instrument to, he becomes the holder, does not bear such apparent evidence of forgery or alteration or is not otherwise so irregular or incomplete as to call into question its authenticity. And we got a conjunction. And a semicolon, and so that's in, in addition to this. So the first thing too, we got to make sure the document ain't been tampered with. Okay. Now the next thing we're gonna look at: the holder took the instrument for value, all right, in good faith, without notice that the instrument is overdue or has been dishonored, or that there is an uncured default with respect to the payment of another instrument issued as part of the same series. Okay, that's not overdue. Okay, without notice, they ain't got no notice of that. Without notice, the instrument contains an unauthorized signature, signature or has been altered. This is why they say fraud is permissible in the UCC, because you can actually put a fake signature on it. Like when the bank, back people was doing all that check fraud, and the banks was taking all them fake yeah. checks and making money off them. People put them fake signatures on there, but they didn't get notice that the signature was fraudulent. Because right, the UCC, that's why they say UCC allows fraud. Because you got to understand, if I took it in good faith, 
And, hey, I don't know if the signature is fraudulent on it or not because these instruments get signed by somebody every time it passes hands. So then it goes, number five, without notice of any claim to the instrument described in Section 3306 and without notice that a party has a defense of claim and recoupment described in Section 3305A. All right, so you see this word notice pop up a number of times, a whole bunch. How many times notice pop up? How many times he noticed? One, two, three, uh, four. Uh, I see it four times in just that section right there. Then right there in B, notice of discharge of a party file. You see notice all through here. So there has to be some sort of notice that is given, okay, for a holder. You got to understand what a holder is and what a holder of due course is. When you sign that promissory note and hand it over to the bank, they become the holder. Okay, however, if they took it in good faith, okay, and they can fill all these qualifications right here, then they become the holder in due course. And if they're the holder in due course, they got the they got the ultimate uh, uh, title to it, not you. You can lose your status as holder in due course. So this is what I see. This is why I say I don't listen to a lot of gurus and stuff out there anymore because they don't read the UCC. They don't read. He's out there talking. I, you know, I'm like, like, what are you talking about, man? I got all the bank books. Let me tell you something else I got. Let me read this to you, too, while we're talking about it. If y'all go over into my uh, my Facebook and my Facebook group, okay, I got the banker's manual over there. Let me, let me, pull, let me pull this out. I put it in the file section of my Facebook group. So it's online. Okay, and what it's called, name of it is, uh, let me pull this out for you. It's called uh Yeah, I seen on you, you had it on the video the other day you had it. Tom Shaw, Banker's Manual. No, not not Banker's Secret Manual. No, I ain't talking about Banker's Secret Manual. All right. Okay. But you know, you know, but Banker's Secret Man, even Tom Tom Shaw good now, don't get me wrong. I like Tom Shaw a lot. I like Tom and that's why he tells you don't go in there talking about fraud, you gotta use breach of contract. That and, right. and he challenged you on the fact that you were did you really loan anything to me? Okay. Which is Tom Sharp, them boys, they were CPAs, and they audited banks. So they were able to, you know, that's why he's so adamant behind what he's doing because he didn't see the audit trail on all these banks. So he know what's up. And he's telling people how to go about doing it, which is, uh, you know, Bank Officer's Handbook. That's what it's called. Bank Officer's Handbook. Bank Officer's okay. Handbook. All right, so when you go to Bank Officer's Handbook, you go to the uh, – on page, let me tell you what page it is. Um, bank payments and holding due course is section 16-1. Section 16-1 is holding due course. So I go over to 16-1. Can y'all tell I do a lot of damn reading? I know y'all be like, this motherfucker right here, boy. He just be... <laughs> I gotta be, I be amazing myself. I ain't gonna lie. I know that's not arrogant. I like God damn I be sometimes I be saying, you know what I read a yeah, I be reading a lot. I bet dudes out there say, Man, this nigga get in do you get do you got a woman? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I gotta stand it. Right here. <laughs> he's like, right, sixteen one, it's this is where I found out that if you don't give a notice a previous notice, you can't come back later and do it after the fact. And it gives some really good insight 
on the holder in due course in the bank officer's handbook in section 16-1. The holder requirement, <clears throat> and then you read, you got to make sure you read all the footnotes. Okay. And everything in it. I might do, I was thinking about doing a little webinar on this right here, but this is probably one of the best sections I've read that gives the explanation of UCC 3-302. All right. It's right here at sixteen point oh one in the bank in the bank office's handbook. All right, so you got it, you know. So these things you got to know these things, you know. And once you read it, and you see it, you be listening to somebody else be explaining something to you, like, man, what are you talking about, man? That ain't what that's not the rules to the game. They how negotiable instruments work. You know what I'm saying? You be listening to that, and you be right. like, okay, this he's coming off the top of his head and shit. You know, you need to. You are private. You need to know how banking go, and you need to start studying banking right. material. Right, right. So let me so let me ask you. So, so instead of worrying about getting a back, just to get it, just to get an even exchange and to end the the payment process, will that work? You think? Will that be some that Tom? That's what bill of exchange is for. What's it called? Bill of exchange. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I got, I another, got another question. Jumping off that topic. Go ahead. For you. You know, I was a pro state litigant for a while, about ten years ago. That two thousand eight crash just just flattened me. Okay, I had a lot of real estate. And it's just it's just still hovering on my head, okay? Because I was, had RoboSigner, and you know they wouldn't they wouldn't even acknowledge it at the time when I started. You know, I was at like 2007 and eight. Um, then it came out, and I lost the house by that point. But I held them down for a while, a lot of property for about four years. You know, no payments, which is nice. But um, I want to go back and either send them a bill, get restitution somewhere where they still have my note and process being pimped out out there, or is there some kind of way to to tag them because they, you know, even with the sign, signature. You know, you know how the process goes. It was such a, a, a degrading and, and awful system the way they did it. You know, they shouldn't right. have taken my house, but because I, I, I was, back I was there. learning on my feet, I, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was back there. I, I went through all that too. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're oh, talking okay, about. You know, go ahead. Kids in, kids in the house. Sheriff came out. I told the sheriff to stop banging on my door. My baby's getting scared. You know, I had a one-year-old baby. Out, my help went out. Pancreas attack and all that. It was very tough, and emotionally it was it was devastating, you know. So I think I still got some kind of PTSD or something from it. But I want to go back, fist in the air, and, and, and say, hey, you owe me this money, pay me my bill. You know, I'm looking for $25 million on, on one property, you know, alone. I don't know if I'm in a common sense mindset for that, or is there a remedy or something that I'm thinking about is right? You're going to have to do, okay, you're going to have to do something like a, a OID process on it, because you got to understand, okay, what happened in that particular situation? All right, well, first of all, there's an accounting, as, there's, as when you read like Tom Shaw, that's what he's talking about, GAP, Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. Okay, right. you got the asset right. and liability side of the ledgers. And what they are drafting you for is the, uh, um, um, the uh, you got, wait a minute, well, let, me, let, me, let me back up. You have the uh, accounts receivables and accounts payables, which is basically assets and liabilities. Okay, the right. accounts receivables is the only thing they keep showing you. But they, they hide the accounts payables. Account payables is what they owe back to you. All right, so... The right. thing about it is they do a what is called um, 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 derecognition off the balance sheet of that particular uh, 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 on the uh, on the account payable. And that's the forfeit. Don't quote me on that. I'm think I'm saying I'm kind of rusty on this. But the thing is, they move it into a new another set of books, and then they writing it off. I think right. with a uh, with a 1099A, which is an acquisition abandonment. They're basically claiming that those funds are abandoned by you. All right. Right. So you got to claim those funds 
by making the accounting ledgers, because uh, everything, all the IRS want to do, they want to balance everything out. They're looking at, okay, did you pay these people their money back? And they say, no, nah, they abandoned it. Okay? They feel like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Everything got a balance at the end of the day. All right? They, when they do the books, it's accounting. All right? So you got to make a claim. Everything is a claim. The ultimate holder of the books for the nation and the accountant to the IRS. Everything is going through the IRS. So Claim to the IRS or claim to the bond? I would do a claim to the IRS. I mean, you got to fill out the forms. You ain't going to get the bond. You know, the bond is a promissory note. They ain't going to give you that. I just got to explain that to you. They, You know, you're making a claim on a bond that you're not a hold in due course on. Whether you issued it, you're the maker, drawer, or not. All right. right. So, like the bond the attorney held for fraudulently taking the house. Can I get them on that? No, that's what no, that, they, that's they, they, okay. You say, uh, well, if you say first of all, you say it's fraudulently taking the house fraud. Have you proven fraud? With fraud, you got to prove intent. I think you know right, that. Okay. You should know that. Right. Fraud is very right. difficult to prove. All right. So if we want to talk about some sort of breach of contract, which is, means that now we got to get into the fact, uh, was there any value and consideration exchange at the closing table? Well, you know, now we got to probably get yeah, some sort of about, audit. Yeah, on the fraud, I was thinking about the robo-signer because that came out and it got exposed by the Attorney General. Robo-signer, I went through all that right there, the robo-signer. They put a seal on all that. They put a seal on that back in 2003. I got a whole list of the robo-signers. I, I say all the time, robo-signers was the biggest evidence that everybody in the country should have got their house for free. Oh, man, that, that Laura Hescott, man, I see her everywhere, all over my paperwork, all over the place, you know. But, you know, yeah, the, the said, Attorney General, yeah. I put a FOIA request in for that, put a FOIA request in for that the paperwork from the Attorney General. They still ain't sent it to me almost eight months later. So I want to have that. The, ro- the robo-signers the are the reason none of the attorneys will help you with foreclosures right now. They shut yeah. it down. When that robo, that robo, see, a lot of these people just now starting to listen. They don't understand the magnitude and the impact of that robo-signer debacle that went off around, what is it, right, right, 2011, 2012, yeah. something like that. 2010 through 2012 yep. was, was those the years. What, what? Yeah. I got hit, I got hit in seven, eight, nine, all those years I got hit with it, you know? So. Well, I mean, a lot of people signed documents, but when it came to the it came to the public attention, I think like in 2010, 11, 12, yeah, it started yeah. getting real big. And then they were having like, you know, uh, class action lawsuits and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden they just shut everything down. Like everything got shut down at one point. I had an attorney tell me. I said, uh, one of the top foreclosing attorneys in Georgia, we was in the front steps of Fulton County Courthouse, and we were having a discussion about, you know, where it says that, that you promised that this uh, property is seized, because seized means that you own it outright. Now, they right. saying you own right. it, but you, you buying the property at the closing table. When I said to them, he gave me a smile. He said, you're absolutely right. He said, but it ain't going to work in court. He said, you're right what you're saying, but it ain't going to work in court. And then he started telling me how they got the word that we ain't we shutting all this down. He said you need to work with the banks, don't work against the banks. And that's why right now you go try to get your attorney to help you with some sort of fraud in the floor codes. You're not gonna get it. All they're gonna do is file bankruptcy for you or do some shit like that. But they ain't finna help you go and litigate no securitization audits and all that kind of stuff. They ain't finna help you do nothing that's gonna go against the bank. Right. Am I right? It was, it was, Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day you couldn't even get a lawyer to help me. It was crazy. They didn't want to help at all. They were at first. Yeah. I got and, videos on YouTube where they helping people. Videos on YouTube. Oh, okay. they but that was yeah. that was before 
that was before that drop on that um when that uh when that thing came with the robo signers and everything, that's when everything got shut down. Cause that robo, and then they put a they put a gag order on the law firm. You call a law firm, ask them about it. I said, hey, I'm trying down here to talk about this uh um the robo sign. Go call them right now. See if they'll talk to you about robo sign. Why ain't talk to you about hmm. it, Willie? Nope, they don't. <laughs> they don't talk. talk to- I, I called Lloyd. So I told him that one time. We got it that foreclosed on mine. I said, listen, you guys foreclosed on my property. The robo sign. I says, what are you gonna do about it? You want me to take you to court? Are you gonna pay me now? And he said, uh, he, he mumbled and fumbled and he hung up. So I, I used to take the court. He was nervous. <laughs> but they just they shut it down. Though. I know what you mean. You know. Yeah, uh, you know you can take them in there, and you you could take them in there. You might could do it, um, but. Man, let me tell you, man, if they gave it to you, they'd have to give it to a whole bunch of people. And that's what people don't understand. It's like what I saw, what I learned about, what I learned about being in foreclosure defense is it ain't about what's right or wrong. There's some higher laws at work. For instance, you, they were supposed, a lot of people, when they did the bailout, a lot of people supposed to get their house free and clear. I had an attorney on my show. And I asked him on the air, I said, say, man, why are we still playing mortgages? And they bailed out all the banks. I think all this stuff yeah, paid really. for. Ain't yep. all paid for. It just be simple stuff like that. You know, people just don't common sense questions that people in America don't sit down and think about. They be mad about we had the bank bill right. out. But yeah, your shit paid for. Yep. Yep. It infuriates me, man. It infuriates me totally, you know. And people don't realize what's happening. They don't even you know, simple question. I asked the bank, just show me a check that funded my loan, that funded my credit card. Just just give me a copy of that check. Account closed, don't want to know. It's not even existing anymore. I'm like, really? That's nice, you know? Because they can't prove, they can't show where it came out, you know? And, and people don't realize. What? People think that, you know, you owe, you're a bad person if you don't pay, but it's not. It's, it's this double dipping they're doing. Then they get paid on insurance four times on the friggin' scrutinization they side. Sure they got do. insurance for this, that. And you're talking about they the got investors paid. Always, they get paid. The investors always get their money. The investors always get their money. Right. There's always a distribution to really? the investors on Wall Street because it's insured, just as you said. So they're getting their money, right? I mean, securitization audits, it was a real deep subject, subject for me and very interesting when I got into that subject and see what really happens with these mortgages and so forth. But they, when everybody started getting so educated on the subject, that's why I don't mess with the courts because they're so corrupt because they try yeah. to make it look like we are for truth and justice in the American way, but that's only because your ass is dumb and they got the information. Right. If you become educated right. like they are, they start changing the rules right. and everything. <laughs> right. Yep. I have an attorney I just spoke with recently. He was fighting foreclosures here in North Carolina. And he said to me, I stopped doing the, the foreclosure. He goes, the, the, the judges, the lawyers, everybody's corrupt. I can't even beat it myself. I know it has to be beat with. And they got it all locked down. It's a whole business, and they're making money off of it. they got to be paid, everybody. you got to pay the courts, the bonds, everything. They're okay, moving that money. And that's how it goes. It's so, so frustrating, because I was the type of person that studied how to draft my pleadings correctly, um, yep. case law, just everything, wrote everything, gotcha. and then, you know, they just make, yep. yeah, just do everything, take your time, put everything together, because, you know, they're shooting down pro se litigants left and right, you yep. know, and so it yep. just got to a point, I just saw that, you know, I, you have to think about it. If they gave everybody their house free and clear, that would change the dynamics of America like a motherfucker. That's right. It's like That's right. that would probably pretty much eliminate slavery. How many people would trust really go to work? Nobody would like. Nobody worry about losing their job. They got out. As long as you got a roof over your head, 
Those you got yep. a roof yep. over your head. It don't matter if the car get repossessed, the lights get turned off. Yep. You can you can come back from all of that. That's from right. Now, you know, I, I had one time a yeah, clerk of court have a hearing on me, right? So I go there waiting for the the attorney to come for the bank, and I'm sitting there, 35 minutes in, 45 minutes in, and I said, "What's going on?" He said, "Oh, let's let's call the attorney and make sure he's coming." I said, "You're gonna call the attorney. You're gonna dismiss this case. If it was me, you would have just smashed me and dismissed it. You would say it was." I was gonna say time. that. That was gonna be my next thing. If you don't show up for court. They'll automatically rule against you. If they don't show up in court, they get him up for two or three times to get I, to court. I, I told the clerk of court, he walked up, how you doing, Mr. Vecchio? I said, I'm doing good. I said, but I'm a little pissed off because you called the damn attorney to make sure he was coming or not, and then we're postponing it now. I said, it should be dismissed. I said, I didn't get that option. I got like 25 of these four quotes going through here, and you treat me like a pumpkin here. What's the deal? He giggled and walked away. But a clerk of court, he's nobody. He's a magistrate. Not even a magistrate, just whatever he is. Yes, he was a sheriff at one time before. He didn't have no authority, nothing. It's the funniest thing. It's crazy how it works. And the people are getting beat. And in this town, let me tell you something. In this town, the, the inner city people are being beat down from the debt collections, to these foreclosures. I help a lot of people just because I have little tricks and I give them, you know. I feel so bad. They have that, that, that look like the deer in the headlights. They're being beat down so bad, and the people don't know what to do. They have to take the abuse. They lose their cars. These young kids, they got babies in these cars. They lose their car. They get evicted, and then their credit gets smashed. And it's this perpetual system that just keeps these people suppressed, you know? And I, and I was so, from the fear and the stress and the, having a family, I went through it. And I watched my father grow up, you know, I'm Italian-American. I watched my father take a beating growing up in New York City. You know, he couldn't read and write. And he struggled and stressed with it all. And I come see it with these people here, and I help as much as I can, but I, I, there's got to be a way to help the people and uplift them and bring out the reality and say, listen, you got a problem here. Fix it like this, one step, you know, two steps. And give them that sense of elation, you know, of happiness. i got one kid right now, got a ticket. He says to me, I'm gonna tell you what I thought. Okay, you 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 not you might as well forget trying to ask these people to be fair. They they not they not into that. Um, you know, let me tell you something. If you ever get your foot on their neck, you better break it. These are the type of people you can't even have mercy for. I'm just trying to tell you like this: you can't even have mercy for them because they're not gonna have it on you. And as a matter of fact, they are the kind of people. That if you have mercy on them, they look at you as soft and weak. Yeah. Okay. That I'm had, giving you some insight. That's how these people are. I had a guy teach me one time when we went to court. As my witness, I'm sorry, but it's good. And no, he was ahead, teaching me, and he was my witness. Yeah, and he was my witness. Okay, so I'm Italian-American. He's an African-American black man, you know. So he gets up on the stand, and he just he had a suit and tie and looked good. You know, we're talking. We had this lawyer, and I could swear if he shaved his head down, he had a SWAT sticker on his, his skull, you know. But he was so arrogant, you know. And we told the judge, we need a proper accounting. And the judge kind of gave me a hard time. And my witness said, yeah, judge, if we see the proper accounting, we could see what's going on and how it works out. We left the courtroom, me, me and my witness, you know. And he was the one teaching me about law. And he says, we busted out laughing. Here we are, older men, sitting in the, in the hallway laughing. The lawyer comes out. He grabs my witness by the arm, okay. And, and he says, what's your name? And he goes, I'm telling you my name. And he says to me, well, give me your fax number. Your email. I said, it's against my religion. We busted out laughing again. We're in suit and tie, you know, laughing. <laughs> and we went down to the <laughs> He left so mad this guy We went back into the courtroom And my witness you know because he does the law He says he says, your honor I was just assaulted by that man You know And I didn't realize the concept And I was like whoa he was assaulted You know he didn't grab me he grabbed my friend but he cursed at us you know So we, went, right. we went back down to the magistrate's office Yeah we, he put a warrant on him Now a lawyer can't be arrested They can't have their credit damage all of those things You have to be you know, in line you know I tell you what, that foreclosure process held down for about four months, didn't move, while we went through the criminal charges, 
on the lawyer. And it was something. I tell you what. I mean, he got off. We were both nervous when we went, went to the court. You know, we had to be the witness or whatever it was. But it was a really strange event because we had my wife said, that was a nice day. Well, you know what? If I don't, if I don't step on him, he's gonna step on me. Just like you said, break his neck. Well, yeah. I learned that from experience myself. It's like, you know, I had him one yeah. time with my foot on their neck and, you know, after battling them about two, three years, and then you try to get foot off yeah. their neck, they're going to turn around and, and bite you like a cobra. That's it's like holding right. a cobra. That's they right. like holding a cobra down under your foot, and then you take your foot off the cobra, the cobra's going to bite you, even though you had your head on that cobra's foot. You got to kill that that's cobra, right. and that's how they are. You got you got you get that you get your foot on their damn head, smash it. Yep. Crazy smash thing it. in the world, and you, 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 when you go into a situation and you realize that, just you know, just to deal with it. I mean, any court, everybody thinks it's criminal, and you get so stressed, <clears throat> you have fear, you know, sweating, everything, you know. When you realize what's happening there, and that we're actually cattle being being prodded back into the corral. And, and we're being demanded of, and if you accept it just by taking the, hey, move over there, and you listen to them, you're already contracted with them. People don't understand, and they just, they, they follow this, and it's horrible. I had, two federal agents, I, I had two federal agents tell me, you know, we sat down. I think they were following me. I'm not sure if they were following me or not. You know, it was one of those situations. I was at an event. It was an outside event, and I was, I was like a park bench, and I was just sitting on a park bench, and they sat next to me. Uh, it's a black chick and a white and a white guy, and I'm just talking to them. They let me know they were federal. They told me they were federal agents. I said, so you know, I'm thinking they they wasn't looking like they were trying to arrest me or nothing. They were just sitting down, just tired talking to me. And I was like, uh, I was like, you, I said, well, you know, all this is slavery. And then the sister, the this the black lady told me. She said, she said slavery is a is a mental thing. And I was like, mm. um, I was like, that's true. I didn't I didn't argue with her. Cause I knew it to be true, but it was just interesting. Cause you know, our body language of people and things like that yep. is almost like yep. she had been had learned the truth and was conveying it to me. How she responded to me. She's like, slavery is mental. All right. Now that is absolutely true. Cause here in the United States, slavery is permissible because in the constitution, what's not permitted is involuntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is permissible. And what is happening in the United States is everybody's voluntarily putting themselves into slavery. And but this is why in fear, people, that's why. They live in fear. And if you understand that, that's why when we do these processes, you don't have to do no secure party process. It could be anything that involves notifying these public officials that you're not desirous to participate in their experiment called democracy, nor be some sort of uh, surety for some national debt that they irresponsibly placed the entire country in, right? or the corporate, because that debt is on the corporate United States. It's not on the de jure republic of the United States of America. That's what that debt is. Uh, uh, is that's who's liable for it. And through a process of novation, through what's called these straw men, they got us liable for all of this debt. Hey, man, look, I'm going to have to go, man. I'm running out of time. I'm about to run out of Thank time. So We're about to get off. You got some I'll be back on tomorrow. You're, well, you're welcome. I'll be back on tomorrow. Peace, God. I'll be back on tomorrow, y'all. I want to thank everybody listening. You know, I know I ran it kind of a little bit today and everything, you know. But I'll be back on tomorrow. And I got a whole bunch of phone calls I didn't get to, you know. Be back on 10 a.m. in the morning. Just call in. 
and I'll get to your calls. You've been listening to the hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio, y'all. Peace to the guys. I'm out. You're you're listening to Yusuf L. on the baddest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio.
Um, and I had such compassion for them, and I really, you know, I wanted to help them. That's about a millionth of what you can get with 2.3 trillion. Some clown named Glenn Beck. Fucking with a Pentagon talking point of how he hates the 9-11 victims' families. But that didn't roll over too well, did it, Glenn? They're well aware they can no longer create a consensus as effectively as they used to. So they parade some other clown on the other side of the spectrum named Geraldo to tacitly give 9-11 truth a six-minute segment semblance of credence as if we didn't have that nine years ago, dummy. The system is designed to make you think anything is funny. Pretty soon you won't be able to buy anything with your monopoly money, dummy. What can I get with 2.3 trillion? What, 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 what can I get with 2.3 trillion? Network. Sync up.